It is a fine Sunday night here, um, March 13th, 2022. What is going on, guys? I'm with uh, Joffrey, Kevin, and Adam here today for another edition of Sports Authority Podcast. Got a lot to go over. Uh, this literally just happened an hour ago before we started shooting. Um, Tom Brady is back. He has pulled a Brett Favre. He is definitely the next Brett Favre for sure on doing this. Uh, Kevin, what's the tweet? Uh, if I, uh... <laughs> if I uh, oh shit! Uh... Uh, uh, stop lagging. The, Tom Brady officially one hour ago. These past two months, I've realized my place. Uh, hello. Yes. What is happening? What what just happened? You're gonna have to cut all this out. But what just happened? I hear well, and then I just hear a bunch of random noises. Nothing. That's on you, buddy. Hell no. No. I, I don't I don't know what the heck just happened, but anyway, restarting. These past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and it is not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates. I love my supportive family. They all make it possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG. That's the official tweet from Tom Brady to say I'm not retired. I'm coming back. That's interesting stuff there. I mean, he already made the Brett Favre joke. But what does this mean now in the NFL landscape in general? Tom Brady comes back to reclaim his throne. Well, I'm, I'm looking at Twitter right now, and someone just tweeted, you know inflation and gas prices are bad if Tom Brady's coming back too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Inflation's getting so bad. Even Tom Brady's like, Ben, I need to play one more year, all right? Like, this is getting out of hand. <laughs> Fuck. I can't afford our six cars anymore. We need money for gas. Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, who knows? They're, they're, I, I can see them being one of the... I, I can see them being one of the EV people, you know? Go, oh, got my Tesla here. You know, I got my Mach-E truck. You know, my Ford Mach-E truck. This also opens up the door for Ben Roethlisberger being a first-time ballot. Yes. I'll tell you what. Uh, whenever I job shadowed at a Schultz Ford, one one of the Schultz, Schultz Ford locations, um, fuck it, I guess I'll say it. I did the one in uh, Wexford, when I, and um, I got to actually ride in the Mach-E, and I have to say it was very nice. Uh, electric cars can go way faster than the gas. I'll tell you that. Wise, uh, we'll, well, I could see NASCAR going in the EV. Uh, there you go. Snuck that in there for you, Joffrey. I can definitely see NASCAR approving EV vehicles. I'm just going to leave it at that. The only risk of that is the explosive batteries that they'll have inside of them. Yeah, Those things lithium. catch fire and burn for days. Lithium is very flammable. That's why I have an issue with uh, you know, how they're going to make these cars safe to get in an accident. There's no, see, at least with the fuel pumps, the fuel pump will shut off. That's why there's not as many explosions. Not as many. There's, there still can be, but with cars, there's not as many explosions. But enough of, but, uh, yeah, enough of EV talk. Let's go uh, back into uh, some NFL. Yeah, Tom Brady's out of retirement. So that means Tampa Bay will not suck next year. It will be good again. Um, now they have a... Glaring hole at wide receiver, though. They're going to have to get uh, Tom Brady some weapons. Are they going to do that? 
Depends on what the cap space looks like. Well, they missed a chance with a certain person that went to Cleveland for uh, peanuts. Let me see. Hold on one second here. They couldn't afford that anyway. Yeah, let's see. Probably let's not. See where Tampa Bay is ranked 25th in cap space, and they have they are 3.2 million uh, above the cap. So there you go. They are in the negative. Very nice. An old day. Didn't they put the tag on Godwin? Goodwin? Did they? I did not see. I thought they did. Let's find out. Hang on one second. I'm looking for the... Here we go. Fran... Here we go. Recent franchise tags. Yep, Chris Godwin got tagged. I see it here. Devontae so got tagged. Dalton Schultz got the franchise tag by uh, Cowboys. Cam Robinson, left tackle, got franchise tag. So I assume they believe in Cam Robinson being a good blindside blocker, which leads me to believe now that uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars will probably pick up uh, either Aiden Hutchinson or um, who's the other one? Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah. Jesse Bates the third for the Bengals got franchise tag. That's interesting. David and Joku got franchise tagged after not really playing any snaps. Huh. You think Tampa might make a move after um, on Allen Robinson? Not sure. Dak Prescott got the tag. Thirty-seven point sixty-nine million dollars. Wow. Wait, wait, who, who got the tag? It said Dak Prescott got franchise tag too on March 9th. I thought they reworked his contract and re signed him like oh, years ago. 2021, my bad. I was going to say, I think you can only have one tag my on bad, your team. My bad. Okay, David and Joku, I did not read the date there. My mistake. <laughs> this is also including last year's tags. Okay, my bad. So let's start here from March 7th, 2022. David and Joku on the Browns. Orlando Brown Jr. tackle on the Chiefs. Jesse Bates the third at safety uh, for the Bengals. Miami Dolphins did Mike Jacecki tight end. Dallas Cowboys did a tight end. Dalton Schultz. Uh, Cam Robinson left tackle. That's why I said I think now Jacksonville would probably go with a. Um, and definitely go with Aiden Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, then if that's the case. Instead of getting Evan Neal, who I believe is the best prospect in this draft, offensive tackle out of Alabama, but it's all good. Devontae Adams got a franchise tag by the Green Bay Packers, which will keep Rodgers happy. Kind of knew that was coming though, because that's his that's his golden boy. And then Chris Godwin got uh, tagged again this year, like last year. So we're gonna have Gronk coming back for Brady. Gonna have Godwin. Okay. Was Mike now it's between? Was Mike Evans a free agent? So he's gonna have three weapons. Mike Evans? No, I don't think he is. He's still under contract. There you go. So I mean, you said they had cap room, right? They are above the cap. They are. Because okay. didn't they lose Fournette? Yeah, I think they will. And Ronald Jones, I think they're both free agents. And that I don't know if they're going to be. 
free agents or not. I, I, I'm not sure. Let's see. Oh, can't even see it. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I see Kirk Cousins here. Just got He's got re-signed by Minnesota. Uh, Michael Gallup just signed a five-year, $62.5 contract extension. They had to. Hmm. I know they had to. They got rid of Amari Cooper. You got to keep somebody there to throw to. Zach Ertz just signed a three-year contract with the Cardinals. Guess he liked to stay there. Sign longer. I thought that was pretty stupid. Um... Steelers re-sign Arthur Mollette to a two-year contract extension. No money shown yet. I saw that earlier. I didn't really know what to think of it. Oh, that was yesterday. Today was pretty huge. A lot of signings. But the biggest one is definitely Devin McCourty with the Patriots. And Michael Gallup and Kirk Cousins. One signing that's... There's one signing that's not done yet, but could be potentially huge. What's that? That also ties into what you were saying about Tampa's apparently over the cap. Yeah. What is going on in Green Bay? They can't like, sign from what anybody, I'm hearing, they have, the they have the worst cap situation. Well, then well, they, from then what I'm hearing, is rework, didn't they just rework Rodgers and create 21 million in free in cap space? Still negative four. No. Over. No, there's nothing signed yet with Rodgers. They are still trying to negotiate how they're going to use his his extension to restructure things to so put them below the cap. Yeah, they're going to figure out. So as of now, Aaron Rodgers is still a free agent. They're going to figure out. No, he's not a free agent. He's under contract with him still. What are you talking about? Er, was this? Oh, this was a. This was a. Uh, Situation of a um, pre-extension instead of him hitting free free agency next year, wasn't it? Hold up. Where the hell is he? I'm looking him up real quick. On Spot Rack, my favorite. I know he's still oh. under contract. He's not, he wasn't supposed to be a free agent this year. When does Aaron Rodgers' contract expire? Because, like, the Green Bay Packers here, I'm seeing, they have the worst cap space of them all with a negative 43. They are in a hell of a situation. Um, behind them is the L.A. Rams. So, the L.A. Rams are not going to be able to re-sign Vaughn Miller, um, which is why, in my opinion... Uh, for free agents uh, talk here is I, I believe Von Miller will go to the Cincinnati Bengals. That's what I'm thinking. Or, of course, is what Seattle always does. Uh, I believe he might go to Seattle too. Because Seattle has a very good cap situation after that trade. And they just dropped Bobby Wagner. Yep. Seattle just jumped up to fourth in uh, cap space. Steelers are now 10th with $27 million in cap room. Swear to God, Steelers, you better do something when free agency starts Thursday. They never do. I know they don't, but we can at least hope, right? 
No, my hopes are gone. Yeah, you're right. We'll just we'll, yeah. We built through the draft. Built through the draft. Hasn't been working, fucking Tomlin. Figure out something else. This shit sucks. Anyway, let's go through some of these trades. Um, that's the. I mean, we had a lot of trades go through this week. Um, let me just go to the trade tracker here, real quick. Khalil Mack going to the Chargers. Yeah, that's a big one, right? So it's Khalil Mack going straight there, and Chicago got a second-round pick and a sixth. A second-round pick for this year's draft and a 2023 sixth-round pick. So uh, the Chargers just got better. However, they are uh, eating $17.75 million against the cap with uh, Khalil. So. so it sounds like the Bears won that trade. No. The, the Chargers won that trade. I'm sorry. What Khalil Mack have a you second, been watching? A second, a sixth, and rid of the rid of that salary. Yeah, no, the Bears definitely won this one. So, okay, Khalil so Mack is not the Khalil Mack he was a few years ago. Football team, Joffrey. Uh, the fans would hate you. Right? It's like, hey guys, we got the cap on thing, you know. Okay, but if I sign three, three people, better days have been behind him. Ah, Khalil Mack. Uh, As a Bears fan, the Bears won this trade. EJ, Eric, I'm telling you, the Bears won this trade. Because Khalil Mack is not the Khalil Mack that he was when they first got him. He's not. He didn't do shit for them this season. Explain. Was he a defensive uh, player of the year candidate? No. So, again, I mean, the Bears need to build an offense. No, the, the Bears need to build an offense. So getting rid of Mac has given them the opportunity to give Fields some help so he's not running around like a crazy man in the backfield getting blitzed every five seconds. Line help. I, I hope they help him. God bless. God so, bless uh, Justin Fields. That Charger defense just got a major boost. I don't I don't care. You put Bows on that Bosa and no, Mac Rush. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, So Bosa's a defensive lineman. Does that mean Khalil Mack has to play the other side defensive end? That uh, scheme—that's the only way I see it work. I I I see it being just nose football. It's they run a four three D, so he would have to play defensive end. What do you guys say about that? I mean, I I think it would probably end up being a matter of running it through training camp and running it through the preseason to figure out which of the two is more comfortable playing on the offside. Because um, outside linebacker, he's usually a right outside linebacker. Nick Bose is a right defensive end. Um, they could put him on the left side on the defensive end. Just let him figure it out from there. Uh, I mean, you could he could be an outside linebacker in a 4-3 scheme, but pass rushing would be way harder for him. Um, they, they would have to play a lot of 4-3 over for him to work in that scheme just fine if they still want a traditional 4-3 uh, uh, defensive end in there. So well, the thing, a, they would have to play a lot of four, three over or under. Well, the yeah. thing is, he's going to a coach that he historically has worked with and liked with the Chargers' defensive coaching staff. Yeah, but that's why Cleo Mack yeah, wants he's to go. Three, four outside linebacker. Though. That's why this is weird. It's gonna be interesting to see how they play it. They'll they'll manipulate it to be- benefit both Bosa and Mack. Yeah, like I said, probably four, three over. What I think they'll do, like. You have the one outside linebacker playing um, three-four linebacker. You just have the 
middle linebacker and outside linebacker up here playing in the middle. So, probably how they'll do it. Uh, for most of the plays. I mean, everyone plays nickel anyway nowadays. Have you Do you ever, ever see base formation Ds anymore in the NFL, too? Something I always know. It's always usually nickel or some stupid package. You never, ever see base defenses anymore because there's no run plays as much. It really sucks. But what are you going to do? Hey, incarnate word. There's that or there, there's that fucking school. They just came up for NCAA women's basketball up on the score ticker on ESPN. Incarnate word. Fish. Such a weird school. Bishop Sycamore, what? Incarnate word, man. Anyway, if you guys watched the live stream of the reaction of the USFL supplemental draft with Isaiah Sims and Zimbalist Williams, you'd get the joke there. Um, so let's go over another trade. It was uh, a rough game. Let's go over another trade. That was uh, a rough episode, though. It was. I, I really was expecting both of them to get picked. If not, at least one. Unfortunately, none of them did. But I know that they got some football future. On the plus ahead. side, there is a silver lining. So There is a silver lining, though. Yes. After he missed out on getting drafted by the USFL, Zimbalist Williams did sign a contract with the West Texas Warbirds of the Arena Football. Speaking of ESPN. There's Berman, motherfucker. Cease and desist. Cease and desist. Uh, anyway. We'll own your ass. We'll own your ass. Some NFL trades. And uh, right now I'm watching some... Uh, Women's junior hockey, U.S. and Canada, and Pittsburgh. Actually, this game played in a while. It is two to Where two in the second period. I'm playing Robert Morris. Let's go USA. Anyway, wait, 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 wait. Is that the Olympic rematch? I already know the final score of that game. It happened yesterday. So we got Denver and Seattle. Oh, I won't say anything. It's Denver and Seattle in this trade. Let's get right into it here for the NFL. We got so here's what Denver acquires: Russell Wilson and a fourth. Already, I believe they won that trade right there. I don't care what the hell they sent. Real quick, before we get too much into this, hold on. You Seattle are on some serious rocks, Eric. I'm not the only one that said. Real quick, this. Denver analysts said that. Uh, hey, that here did. I'm going to tell you what Denver it's like being in Elway's offense. Posed. Well, historically, we know one thing about Denver. John always sit in his office. A quarterback who who has been performing well in the last few years, we're going to turn him into a Super Bowl champion. Set him right here. We did it with Peyton Manning. We're going to do it again. I don't know, man. They just got a franchise quarterback for the next four or five years. This is definitely a good idea. I would have done it. Anyway, this is what Seattle got. They got... Two first-round picks, one this year, one next year. We got two second-round picks, one this year and one next year. And this year's fifth, also three players they got was Drew Locke. <laughs> All right, Noah Fant, pretty good. And then Shelby Harris. I mean, up and down depends on what day you get him on that defensive tackle. But that's why I say uh, Denver wins this trade. They got a guaranteed good quarterback. Um, who barely gets hurt. The only time he got hurt was this year. So you know you're getting them every game for the most part. 
And uh, that's why I believe this is a good trade. I... Anyway. I'm going to completely disagree with you there, Eric. I think Seattle hosed the hell out of Denver. Think about it. Two first-round picks, two second-round picks, a backup quarterback, and two roster-ready players, plus a fifth-round pick just for shits and giggles, just to give up to give up a fourth and a quarterback who has been doing nothing but pissing, moaning, and fucking breeding dissent in your locker room. Seattle won this trade all fucking day. Well, with Drew Locke as their quarterback. <laughs> That's what they got. Back up. That's their starter right now. I mean... There's always the draft and there's always free agency. Yeah, and uh, because of this trade now... That and now that they have... That makes me now believe that this new first-round pick they got, because they had to get the first-round pick back because uh, they traded for your Jamal Adams a few years ago and fucked them up in their draft classes. Uh, they did the same exact trade with the Jets kind of trade, right? Two first, two seconds. And, um, yeah, they're fucked for the draft. So hindsight's twenty twenty, but I probably wouldn't have traded for Jamal Adams <laughs> knowing uh, what would happen. But you don't know what's going to happen in a few years, right? So now with this year's draft, now that uh, the Seahawks are the ninth pick, that would have to make me believe that Kenny Pickett would have, would have to be the new uh, draft pick for him because we know that Malik Willis is going to be the first quarterback taken out of this draft. And uh, Malik Willis, in my opinion, is going sixth to uh, the uh, Carolina Panthers, which leads me to believe the second best quarterback prospect, Kenny Pickett, goes to Seattle. Well, you also have to keep in mind, do these quarterbacks work in their system? That's the major thing yes, here. I so you could say... No, I'm talking about, like, you're saying Malik Willis is going to definitely go to this team. We like, we can say stuff like this all day, but when you sit there and think about it, and the longer you look at the team needs and the systems they run and historically what they do with their offenses, will this quarterback work? And that's what you all said. The draft is also, do they fit our scheme? I'm not going to draft the pocket quarterback if we run option. That's stupid. Yeah, I mean, Which everybody, Seattle does everybody run a, wants a dual-threat quarterback anymore. Um, you know, like, I don't think Seattle's going to draft the quarterback. The traditional pocket passer can now run out of the pocket. So, like, I don't think you'll ever see another Tom Brady type again after this uh, draft. I think the I think the traditional pocket passer has been dead. Nowadays, a pocket passer is a guy who can at least get three or four yards on a run sometimes. Like. The, the, the dynamic of the quarterback position has changed. We can all agree on that. Um, so that's why I still believe no matter what quarterback you pick up nowadays, since now you kind of have to run to play that position, even even in high school football they're doing it. Like Even the traditional pocket passers dying there, what I've been reading. So basically you have to run. Every coach is looking for a quarterback that can run anymore, so. That's why the dynamic of football has been changing for so long. Um, as my dog is sitting there growling and scratching her nose. What are you doing? Anyway. Your, your dog. I just saw Adam's dog just hop up in his face and then pop back down. Now, my dog off camera here. Is yeah, I ripped, I, yeah, I gave her a couple of potato chips to keep her occupied for about 30 seconds. Uh, 30 seconds. 
Not even. I believe Denver won that trade. I don't give a shit. But that's why I also believe Kenny Pickett's going to Seattle. Uh, he'll be the you, taken. Speaking of being hosed on trades, how about the uh, other big trade that we wanted to talk about here Let's that I mentioned on earlier? Hold on, Joffrey's got something. What? Honestly, you keep saying Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett. I don't think Seattle's drafting a quarterback. You, so you I think Seattle's going to take the... Uh, Fuck that. I think he's, they're going to use their picks. before you cut me off? I think they're going to use their picks and make a deal with Houston. I do. I, I think Deshaun Watson goes to Seattle. I think um, he doesn't have a bad point there. I get what he's trying to say. Why else would you take two first? Because you know Houston overvalues the hell out of that contract. And if you don't give them first, they're not giving you the quarterback. That's one of the situations why Watson won't get out of there easily. They actually set themselves up to be the team to take him. Doesn't doesn't Houston want three first round picks though? They can be negotiated though. So like what? Uh, the first this year. So that means I'd have two top ten picks if you got it from Seattle. The first next year and what? They wanted a third first. They're gonna have to wait till twenty twenty five to pick. Uh, okay. So fuck Seattle's draft again. Yeah, no, I, I think they're bolstering. I think Seattle's bolstering up for a rebuild. I don't see a trade with Deshaun Watson happening. Just my opinion. Um, Let's see what we got here. I believe they're going to start with a new franchise quarterback, and that would be Kenny Pickett. Uh, that, that, that's my I don't point. think it's Kenny. I don't think they would want Kenny in their system. I don't think he'll fit their system as much as you think he will. Hey, I think we'll see when uh, April 28th comes. But that is a Pete Carroll type of Kenny Pickett is a Pete Carroll type of quarterback, though. He is. That's why. That's why I think strongly. About it. Uh, yes, in the sense that he can scramble and get the extra yards. No, I'm I just, get, I get would... that. I'm talking about Seattle's whole entire offense as a whole and everything like that. Because Kenny can run, but they don't run many options, which Seattle does. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess we'll see about that. Um. And then uh, March 9th, there was another trade uh, between the Indianapolis Colts and the Washington Commanders. I think this whole trade is stupid. Uh, let's see. So Indianapolis, this, this is funny. This is a very funny, funny trade. This is why. They get a 2022 second-round pick. That's this year. And this year's third-round pick. And here's, here's the funny part for 2023. All right. They get, they get a... It's, they get a 2023 third-round pick, but it becomes a second-round pick if Wentz plays 70% of this year's snaps coming up for Washington. Um, that's the fucking most funny part because, like, Don't he's get hurt. starting quarterback. <laughs> Wouldn't he play 100% of the snaps? No, it's Carson Wentz. He's going to break. I mean, unless he gets hurt or something, I see that pick. Oh, that's not historically something that happens, is it? Is it, Eric? Isn't that it's something historic? No, he ain't getting hurt. No. He no, just starts know, off every I year know. on the IR. He, he, he is a very injury-prone player. He is. No doubt. Has he played a full I season? I agree with Kevin on this one. Let's be real. Has he played now, a full this season? This is where Indianapolis won this trade because anytime you're getting rid of Carson Wentz, you definitely won. There's no doubt, no doubt about it. Because they'll have an active quarterback on the field. Yes, though at least have an active starting quarterback <laughs> out there who can actually play. 
no, I mean, I, to be honest, I think I mean, they go back to a little bit for this year. I mean, he actually did not play that bad for Indianapolis. I mean, fuck, he did well enough for him to go. Uh, what was it? Uh, nine and eight. I know nine and eight didn't cut it for him this year. Or was it eight and nine? I think it was eight and nine. Um, you know, they don't have off. They don't really have a very good offensive line. I think Carson Wentz got hosed a little bit for that. So, yeah, I know Washington's O line ain't any better. It's a little bit better, which is good for him. But they also have a fucking grade-A defense over there in Washington. Now that they have a good quarterback, potentially. It's going to make make that week when they play the Eagles very interesting. Yes, it is. Did you see – I'm sorry to bring this up, but did you guys see the meme of FedEx Field where it's like the turf getting ready for Carson Wentz and it's that meme of the dude hiding behind the tree licking his lips? Uh, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I didn't see it yet, but I, I know what meme you're talking about. Oh, God. Well, I think Carson Wentz will definitely do better with a better situation. Um, granted, I know yeah. Snyder's a fuckhead. But, uh, the NFL is going to find a way to run that dude out. He has a defense that can play. So. I guess um, Indianapolis won the trade, but I think Carson Wentz will do better under this team. With a slightly better offensive line. Carson Wentz did play all. Carson Wentz did play all of sixteen, just to let you know. So one is that the only full season he played? I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his uh, stats to be exact for that year? Because that's when everyone was on the Wentz wagon. I remember him being an average quarterback for 2016. You want? I mean, like. The season he just played, the or like overall, overall. I want to see his season with the Colts. Well, I just had it up somewhere. Um, That's just, I, I, I don't know, but I'm gonna give my take on this one. I think this is the only like even trade across the board. Yeah, 3,500 yards, 3,563. What was the touchdown interception ratio? That's what I'm looking at. Hold on. How is it? It vanished on you. Um, I, I can find this in two seconds. Hold on. Fuck off. <laughs> Love you when too. The technology does not work correctly. I know. These fucking boomers don't know uh, their ass from a hole in the ground. Give me a second. Is that my ass? <laughs> Pretty much. When it comes to technology. Balls, All right, Carson Wentz. He had 3,500 yards. His touchdown to interception ratio. I'm just gonna click on his name, make it easier. And then look up how many full seasons he played. 3,500 yards. He had 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions. That is pretty fucking good. He had a 90. And that's when everyone was on the Wentz wagon. He has a 94.6 quarterback rating. It's definitely one of his better seasons for sure. Um, unfortunately, he ended the season with uh, the last two games being losses. Especially one of them coming to uh, Jacksonville. But, yeah, he had an end-of-season meltdown, but I still think he's a good quarterback. I think he'll bounce back with the Washington Commanders this year. Again, uh, please look up the stat, how many full seasons he's played. I'm going to look at it right now for you there, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you, uh, sir. He's only played three full seasons his first year, with his rookie year with uh, – Eagles played all 16. 2017, he played 13. 
And in that 13th game, he went out for the rest of the season. And then, then they made the playoffs and won. Uh, 2018. That's not a full season. I know. Uh, 2018, he only played 11 games. That's not a full season. So where are these uh, people getting three full seasons? He played 16. 2012, he played 12. I mean, not 2012. 2020, he played 12. Sorry, I was looking, reading ahead. Um, 2020, he only played 12 games. Um, and then Indianapolis, he actually played all 17. So he's played for 17 since well, he's from 16 to 2022. He's had three full full games, full three seasons. Full he's played out of in seven seasons. years. Half of his half of his career, he's only played full full seasons. He's, yeah, yeah, that's not good. He's going into his seventh year. Um, I think he'll do better with the uh, Washington Commanders for sure. I think we'll do a lot better. I don't know why Indianapolis traded him so fast. His touchdown to interception ratio is impressive, especially coming after that horrible last season with Philly in 2020. He had 16 touchdowns and 15 picks in uh, 12 games played. Definitely bounced back for sure, man. I, I think they kind of, I think they kind of jumped the gun a little bit on that trade. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think if he can play. Consistently good and not get hurt. He did very he's well. A good quarterback. He did very well last season. But if he's going touchdowns, he was tenth in touchdowns, passing touchdowns. Yes, it's just a matter of it's always a gamble every season. Is he going to make it through the whole season? I think he will. Very high on Carson Wentz. I think the Commanders definitely improved. You're always on the Wentz wagon. You've always been on the Wentz wagon. You're never going to jump off the Wentz wagon. It's been that way since he came into the league. Yep. It is what it is. Right, I, I'm I know break he had a bad break in his second year, but I assure you he will do better with the Commanders, especially being a back in a division he knows very well, the NFC East. Now, let's look at another trade. Unless uh, Joffrey... Hold on, I think Joffrey had something to say. I'm going to break it down this way on this one. It basically equates to them swapping second-round picks and giving up a seventh-round pick and Carson Wentz for what's going to... 98% chance of being two third-round picks. I'd say that's pretty fair. Oh, you think it's a fair trade like for both th teams? That one, there is no... Yes, two third-round picks for Carson Wentz. Yeah, I mean, I think Washington won the trade by a slight hair. I don't think that's an exact tie. But it's a pretty close tie. But still, I think Commanders still kind of walk away. Knowing that they have a better quarterback, now Indianapolis will probably draft one. What was wrong with Hanakel? Um, They don't have... The only way... The only way Washington gets the edge on this... Washington gets the edge on that is what? Is when... Wentz inevitably gets injured and misses time off so that it only ends up being two third-round picks. Because it's not a matter of if he's going to get hurt. It's a matter of when. Well, he's this year. So, Adam, you I, were think, ready to say I think he'll be okay. I mean, we can't predict when an injury is going to occur, but I, th I think Damn. he'll do just fine if he does get hurt. I think, uh, statistically speaking, he'll do great in Washington, especially playing against familiar foes like the Philadelphia Eagles twice a year. 
I think we already went over the Khalil, Khalil Mack trade, so we'll just jump mm-hmm. over this one. This is the funniest one to me. Uh, I think. That, Hold on, Adam wanted to add I something. I think Dallas that. just had a garage Eric. sale. This Eric, guy. does this put Eric, Washington? Hold on. Eric, what, 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 what? This put Washington at going after a wide receiver now in the draft. Yes, it would. Actually, I think it would too. Wait a minute. No, they already have uh, Terry McLaurin. They have McLaurin. They have McLaurin and Sims. McLaurin. 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 I'm sorry. McLaurin. I'm sorry. Yeah, I butchered okay. that one. That's okay. Now Terry McLaurin, he he's a damn good wide receiver. He's a damn good number one receiver. I don't see them going after another receiver. Probably risk move. And we'll go after a running back in the first round. Typical. Typical, typical. Why? Which one? Antonio Gibson's a good one though. Yeah, you're right. That's why I'm thinking they might go wide receiver. Yeah, no, you're right. Antonio Gibson is a good uh, weapon. He's a good fantasy running back. I know that. Um because they're losing Ricky Seal Jones, he's a free agent. I don't think they're going to resign him. Yeah, they might. They might go after. I mean, but the f- first round wideout. You know, might actually go they after. Get, they get one guys. And they get and one this, guys. This draft class is very good offensive linemen in it. I think they go O line. That's, That's where you're going. I'm now that I'm thinking about it, they'll go offensive line for that pick. Okay. Um. I mean, we'll find out when we draw our draft dates. Yeah, we have. Hey, uh, the week for the NFL draft, or I should say, the show before the NFL draft, since it's on a Thursday, right, April twenty eighth. Uh, that Sunday, we will come out with our uh, mock draft. Of course, we will come out with our mock draft here soon, but they are suitable for updating after free agency starts. There are a couple trades we see the the mock drafts are. Project to change. Uh, I, you're kind of already getting my picks for them. As you see, I said Kenny Pickett's going to um, Seattle with the ninth pick. That's my honest opinion at the moment. But of course, this is always subject to change as trades come out and uh, and uh, signings. So we'll see. But as of at the moment, everything you're hearing right now is my opinion. It is always subject to change. Now. Let's go on with this trade if uh, everyone's done. We're good. I'm good at least. Video. So I can't see if your hands are up or not. I can't because I'm looking at it. Looking at uh, different trades. Last one. I guess Dallas just decided, Jerry Jones just decided to have a shore sale uh, fire. You know, he decided to have a garage sale on this player, Mario hey, Cooper. He, he decided to give him away for a bag of rocks. Yeah, first come, first serve, guys. Let's go. Give me your give me your trades. I do not feel like paying this guy. Just give me whatever you want. I don't care. Please well, they had to him dump him. They Please had to him up. Yeah, we'll just uh, we'll give you a fifth and a sixth. You know what? We'll throw a sixth round pick in there too. You go ahead, and take him. Have a nice day. That's essentially what happened. I guess there. I mean, there's well, no way they talked this out for like a couple hours, right? With that kind of trade, it was just a probably a two minute phone call. I'm thinking a high. I'm thinking if Cleveland was going to offer more uh, money, was going to have to be thrown over to cover some of this Cooper contract. Yeah, that's why I'm really thinking it was a garage sale at five six. But listen, it's like, hey, we'll give you Baker Mayfield. We already have a quarterback. We'll give you Baker Mayfield. We already have a quarterback. We'll give you Baker Mayfield. Just fucking take him, please. <laughs> 
Look, if Baker, I see, I see Cleveland sticking with him, even though if Baker Mayfield does leave, is Progressive going to have a moving sale, like a moving truck show up to take Baker out? I love those commercials. I seriously do. <laughs> Hey, 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 Baker, you're moving. <laughs> home with Baker Mayfield. Baker's new home. <laughs> Did he arrive in well, Jerry World? This is interesting. What? Yeah. This is Whoa. interesting to me because it's who, when it comes to this, I know the first round and the second round are based off of, are, is all seven rounds of the NFL draft based on your standings the previous year, or did the orders change up as the Browns progress? Uh, no, it's based on standings. There's no snake. Or All right, well then... Well then, it looks like Cleveland gave up pretty much a half of the sixth round. Dallas moved up half the sixth round because they swapped six-round picks, and it was a basically equates to Amari Cooper for a fifth-round pick. This has got to be just trying to unload contract. Now they're just trying to unload so they ain't paying nothing. They want to get them off the books. Uh, clearly, this is Jerry Jones trying to go after a free agent of some sort. I'm not sure uh, who, but that, that's what this trade's kind of telling me what it is. Though. Apparently, um, I did read something today. Juju might be going to the Chiefs. I mean, what? This, this was the talk uh, last year, I believe. Juju's going to the Jets. Now he's going to the Chiefs. Oh, oh, hold on a second. He's talking with the Ravens, and guess what it ended up being? Oh, we'll sign you one more year. Yeah, but this year there's no... Okay, I'm sick and tired of this Juju talk. Nobody fucking wants the guy. He he, he attracts all this unnecessary attention from his TikToks, just like he did in the 2020 season, dancing on logos. That's all he ever does is bring negative, unwanted attention. And I, I'm sorry, no one's going to sign him the money he wants. So he's going to come on crawling back to us, fortunately. I don't think he is. I think the no. no, they will not give him that money. I'm telling you that right now. They already have fucking Tweedledee and Tweedle fucking dummy from the Mahomes family. Okay, they really don't want any more. I'm telling you. It's not going to happen. Well, hey, hey, uh, his brother's moving to L.A., so what's the matter? I know. He, he needs to go to Compton where Dude. all red. Okay, and say the Crip Walk is the worst thing ever. And I guarantee you, we will never have to hear from him again. <laughs> I heard they love red. Anyways, <laughs> before we go off on a tangent about the Mahomes trio again, which now they actually are all the Mahomes because they got married, uh, was it yesterday? Brittany and... Uh, yes. Yeah, I believe. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick? all I have to say about that is uh, have fun for the rest of your life dealing with that. Good luck. Um, Hopefully, and um, you're gonna lose half your shit one of these days. Good luck, <laughs> good luck, man. You, but I hope you sign the prenup before we go. Too and they're gonna put it on TikTok. I hope you sign the prenup. The divorce is gonna be on TikTok. You're damn right it would be. It probably would. I bet. Like, I see Patrick Mahomes making a future TikTok with Jackson, like walking, like walking out to some like fucking badass music out of the fucking divorce office. With the paper, like, freedom, freedom, freedom. Rich freedom, not just freedom, rich freedom. <laughs> Something like that. He's, like, he's going to come out and do All right, let's TikTok dance. Money. 
Not, not in my problem. Uh, and then, and then, no, that's and here, her then here's what Brittany Mahomes. All right, hold on, let's listen. <laughs> Brittany Mahomes, she's going to come out with that one song. Money, 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 money. No, she's going to walk out to go on, take the money, and run. Money. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Swear to God, man, that's going to happen one day. Yeah, and she's going to come out to take the money and run. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, whoa, plays for the Chiefs, yeah. <laughs> Let's take Gonna us back to trade talk. Okay, but, but back in the trade talk real quick. Um, yeah, uh, as it pertains to the receivers in general in the NFL, like I said, I think Amari was probably worth more, but there's not much that Dallas could have done, especially with their cap space to – make a trade that would benefit them in any way because they kind of maxed out their thing. And, you know, Cleveland needs receivers since losing Odell. So, honestly, that's actually a good trade for Cleveland because they needed it. Jared, J- Jarvis, J- uh, oh, yeah. Landry, Landry's just been um, granted to seek trade if he wants to. Okay, I'm looking at all- I was going to agree with you on that, Kevin. I think – I think anybody that has Baker Mayfield as a late round flyer in a keeper league pretty much should lock him in now as for the next year for fantasy because having Amari Cooper to throw to, his numbers are gonna fucking jump. Cleveland just became relevant. To inevitably lose to the so Bengals in the championship. Allen Robinson just got franchise tagged. Devontae Williams not Williams, Devontae Adams, excuse me. I saw another Williams on here. Um, I got fucked up. So, Allen Robinson, Devontae Adams, we, we can take them off. I'm looking at free agents real quick. Um, so I guess the biggest agent after that, AJ Green? There's not really a lot of big names here. Odell Beckham Jr., I mean, he... They, they, they have him at an annual average value of... He should be getting paid around 1.25 mil. He is definitely going to want to ask for more, I assume. Um, I don't think he's worth any more than that. I think Spot Rack definitely has him at a right value just because of how much he dropped off. But other than that, what? I guess after Odell, you got Juju. T.Y. Hilton hasn't been anything. Where did you see uh, Eric? Where did you see Robinson got franchise tagged? He got franchise tagged on the uh, ninth. Okay, that's what I saw on uh, Spot Rack. Here, I'll, I'll I'll look it up again. Hold on a second. I was just wondering. I didn't Let's see it yet. Twenty twenty two. I'll make sure, but I did see his name under franchise tag. Come on, hurry the hell up and look. Bastard. Fucking computers. Come on. Fucking Windows 98. What the hell is running like? My computer's on dial-up. Okay, the internet just, like, froze. Okay, that's good to know. Thanks, Modrack. Appreciate you. Appreciate <laughs> is you it the internet or the location you're recording from? Uh, I can still hear you guys. It's the fucking browser. My browser's fucking up. I can still hear you. Yeah, see, like, the video, the video's working fine. I'm looking at it. There we go. 
God damn fuck. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. That was last year. I made a mistake. My bad. That was 2021. See, they had 2021 on there, too. That was fucking me up. Okay. Never mind. Nope. He's not franchise tag this year. I, I misspoke. So Tampa Bay is going to be the only team with two guys that unretired on their team, Gronkowski and Brady. Pretty much. Okay. So, yeah, Allen Robinson's officially there. So what? You got Allen Robinson, JoJo, and, like, Odell. That's really your top three for uh, receivers. It's, uh, it's not a very good wide receiver class. I mean, Odell's probably the best of the three. Who's the best of the three, you said? I'd say between the three of them, Odell. Yeah, yeah, even though he drops off a ton from his skill. What's wrong with that? I think Allen Robinson was the best one. With the mess he went through. Know, uh, you know what? We'll look up Allen Robinson's stats real quick. We'll with the mess he went through with Justin Fields. Um, oh, I know. He, he did go through so a hell of a time. <laughs> Kind of, I kind of felt bad for him, you know. Well, when your quarterback's running for his life, he doesn't have much chance to look downfield. Yeah, I know. <laughs> still, tell that to the Jets. Guess I got to look his ass up, motherfucker. Allen Robinson, the second, not junior. He's the second. Big difference. 38 receptions, no touchdowns. Ah, he did horrible this year. He was really bad. Really, really bad. He's had a touch in every game almost. He only played in 12 games, and he only got a 410 yards this year. Oh. Wait. But he had a catch in every game he played, I believe. Wait a minute. Yeah, okay, never, never mind. I'm sorry. I don't know why I was looking for 2022. Yeah, no, I know he had a catch in every well every game that he played. He only played 12. No, I meant like before that. Like his, his he has a like a record going on. Oh yeah, before he had 1,200 yards and six touchdowns. He only caught one touchdown this year out of the 12 games he played. He played like shit. He wrote. Played like Julio Jones when he didn't have a meme that is hilarious. Yeah, he did not do very well. Was not good at all. One touchdown, 400 yards. So even if he played a full 16 games, he would still only have 500 yards. Hey, guys. He was horrible this year. Hey, guys. Yes. Uh, as my phone continuously glitches out as I move tabs, but to go back to what we talked about at the top of the show, somebody's made a change.org. Uh, Tom Brady is nearly 45 and reuse, refuses to retire, and it's extremely dangerous to his health. It's time for the NFL to make a serious stand about player safety and set age limits. Tom is too arrogant and greedy to, for rings to stop. Make him stop. Someone made a meme. That's fucking funny. Yeah, let's just take this player safety thing serious, man. I agree. Let's sign the petition. Just like Tom's going to be out there with the like walker. we did for Eric Spikes, and it worked, right? I'm sure it wasn't because of the petition. But, uh, 
No, you know what happened? This podcast specifically just touched so many MLB players that they said we need to have a season now. Yep, we did it. We did it. Pat yourselves on the back, guys. We did it. Oh, man. You proud of yourselves yet? We brought no. baseball. Along with the help of Eric Spikes. We did it. Anyway. Enough of patting ourselves on the back for just how awesome we are. I just feel so bad for this guy. Uh, in the NHL, I really do. I guarantee you the management there at the Flyers held a gun to this guy's head. Sign the fucking thing. Sign it. Sign it right now. Rasmus Ristolainen just signed a five-year extension. And that's worth $25.5 million. Rasmus, what were you thinking? Did, did they hold a gun to your head, please? Let us know. No, they just, sent, they just let him walk out into North Philly for a few hours. I thought it was South. <laughs> no, South Philly's where the Italians are. Oh. Okay, so they're they're like Pittsburgh. It's it's the the north side's where you got to worry a little bit. Gotcha. Not at all. Just you. <laughs> uh huh. Eric's afraid of his own shadow, so he doesn't leave his house often. What do you mean? <laughs> I always leave my house. It's a joke. But no, seriously. Um. Is it really an upside to no, play for the Flyers organization? No, the organization's in a bad spot. Really bad spot. Even even after getting Cam Atkinson. Oh, they're going to be great again. Nope. Still. Are you kidding me? They can't even sell out anymore. Like, I thought Philly had the more hardcore fan base. What the hell are you guys doing over there? I saw a picture where like there was only 20% of the seats filled in the lower bowl. Like, they're the doing the, the Canadians method. <laughs> I... I, 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 I Come on, Philly. I thought y'all were the real fans in Pennsylvania. I thought y'all made fun of us for having bandwagon fans over here in Pittsburgh. Man, it's either y'all are just as bad or even worse. Good God. Like, yeah, we're not selling out anymore, but at least it, at least it looks like we're sold out. We might only have 2,000, 3,000 open fucking seats. You know? There's way more. I mean, I just went to the Penn's Knights game, and it was pretty full. The other night. You might have only seen like maybe a thousand open seats. That's it. And they're all scattered throughout the building. That's it's not like there's a huge section missing. You can't even tell. Dude, if you would have seen the one picture that I saw, oh my God. It was horrendous. And it was like 10 minutes left in the first period. Like, they're not even full. Like, my God. I mean, I know some fans come late, but not that late. So here, here's a fun little anecdote as it pertains to hockey. So our, our pal Eric here likes to sports bet like some people do from time to time. Every time he has a major bet on the line and he goes to a sporting game, any type of sporting game, event, whatever, it never goes well for him. Something always gets screwed up for him, even if it's the smallest detail, right? Uh-huh. And I laugh and joke with him the whole time. My dad put some money on that Pens game, right, in some betting, and he actually won. And I was like, "Man, if this was Eric here, he would have this. They would have found a way to screw him in betting, like they do all <laughs> hey, the time." It's the puck line or the fucking money line, yes. Any, anything, or oh, even over under on uh, points. You know, the one pit game I went to, I think they had like the over under on a uh, on the uh, not well, the scoring line. They had a. Uh, Spread. That's what it's called. Point spread. 
had it at like what 38 and a half so of course i i said that uh what school was it again they were gonna cover that umass half. i think it was UMass. Said umass was gonna, motherfucker did these guys not break that shit up with a field goal at the end of the fucking game <laughs> fuck you pit <laughs> you couldn't let me have, like you were gonna win the game anyway at least let me win a bet fuck Run that score up, the Jimmy Johnson method. Like, come on, man. You couldn't just, like, kneel it or something? <laughs> just give him the so, so if you guys ever want to know what Eric's not good at, it's sports betting, especially when it pertains to a game <laughs> I where... Get, I just get really, really unlucky. That's, I think that's all that is. It's just bad luck, man. Bad beats. Just like that I play... Speaking, too. A lot of, bad speaking of bad luck... I want to look at the standings real quick of the NHL, and I noticed something the other day that made me laugh. Hold on, let me pull it up. If my phone doesn't cut out. Yeah, I always have bad okay. All right, all right, all right. So, again, teams that are historically pretty good. You know, the year after coming off the cup, you'd think this team would be good. Nope, 50, 15 and 35 for the Canadians. The worst team in the Metro division is the Flyers with 18 <laughs> wins, 30 losses. <laughs> for the Western Conference, the Coyotes with 18 wins, 36 losses. Typical. And for the Pacific division, it's the Kraken, 18 and 37. What the hell is happening to the Canadians? Even uh, uh, you're seeing that... that Without Carey Price, they really suck shit. Um, that's what you're saying. Carey Price was the whole fucking team. Pretty sure we can all agree with that. The expansion team that had not as good of a, a draw as the Vegas Golden Knights did it has a better one win more than you do, and you're an original six. Well, let me get this straight. I don't think Vegas Golden Knights had a losing season yet. Um, I don't believe they have. Don't they? Haven't they made the playoffs pretty much almost consistently? Yes, they, have. they have not had a losing season since their inception. Now it's kind of funny because un unfortunately the Seattle Kraken, their first season, they're not doing that well. I think they have a losing record. They do. I just mentioned their last. Yes. Okay. So they're last in the Pacific. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, you know, the Kraken unfortunately did not draft as well as the. Um. They did not draft as well as the Golden Knights. Well, granted, we handed Vegas Flurry, which a good goaltender helped. Yeah, now they got Robin Lehner. That's helping, too. Um, so, has anyone heard the rumors that Flurry might be heading to Washington? He said no. He has a no trade clause, so he's allowed to say right, he goes. He said no because a basketball one has been with rivals. Mm -hmm. He does not play with a rival. So I mean, at this point, you're eliminates uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, too. They will not play the Flyers either. Thank Christ. Where do you think he would land if he is open to a trade? He, he wants Pittsburgh. Because of how bad Chicago is. Um, Leonard is hurt, just to let you know. My my prediction. Well, yeah, well, we, we know that he don't want to play for Vegas again after the way they did him dirty. Uh, Leonard is hurt, though, just to let you know. My prediction for Flurry, because we know Chicago wants to get rid of him. And if they do, he will go to Edmonton. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Edmonton needs a goalie. Um, why the hell not put him with uh, Connor McDavid? And 
Uh, Evander Kane. That was one of the first Joffrey's. things ever. One of the first things we've ever talked about. Our first episode, we talked about the Joffrey's biggest achievement on this podcast. Yep. As so far, fuck you! I recall, I called the Super Bowl fucking from the beginning. Okay, of the your second. Well, that one. Listen, that one. I I can see why you got that one. It wasn't that crazy, but you mm-hmm. predicted this player is going to this team. That's a little harder to predict than this team is this good, so that's why they'll be in this big game. You straight up predicted they're going after this player. Eric said there's no way in hell, and they did. I know. They ended up doing it. I was like, okay, we'll see if this uh, pans out. I don't think it will. I think he's going to go to the first Edmonton Casino and bank all of his fucking money and try to get that money back. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Horrible gambling addiction. That, that- all I'm saying is he, he's in Edmonton. He's on the top line with McDavid. And at this point, he's arguably one of the key pieces to them being as successful as they've been since. Yeah. Well, well, okay, then what's your take, uh, my take, about uh, Marc-Andre Fleury might get traded to the Edmonton Oilers? I see that best spot for him. Are they like are they listed on his uh the teams he'd waive his no trade for? That that's a good ass question. Uh, I don't even I don't even know they make those lists public. Would he want to close his career out in Canada? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Um, he definitely is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Well, here's the thing about hockey: the Hockey Hall of Fame they don't have no weights, so you just can get inducted immediately after you retire. Um. Which I don't know why there's a five-year wait period for football anyway. Fuck it. They deserve to be in it. Put them in it. Who gives a fuck? We don't want a Brett Favre happening. What? Or at this point, Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom Brady is the new era of Brett Favre. I'm done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> JK, JK. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um... Yeah, see, in hockey, you go immediately into the Hall of Fame. Like, as soon as uh, Mario Lemieux retired, did they not enshrine him the same year in 97? Then all of a sudden, he comes back in 2000. The first ever Hall of Famer to play. (coughs) Fucking, hey. You know, and look, now he's the first player owner ever to play. Imagine that one. How the hell that works? You're fine. A lot of history being broken there, huh? Didn't, didn't uh, Mary Lemieux also coach as well? I don't think so. One game? Like, he, he, he was playing and coaching. He'd be no. like, line change was the first line. They'd all leave. Oh, shit, that's me. <laughs> line change. Oh, shit, I got to go back with him. Fucking goddamn. I did read J.T. Miller, um, you know, be an interesting trade bringing to the Penguins. Ah, that's uh, that, that, that's uh, that would be a good center, I believe. So. I read so that. Uh, the Penguin way, ago. since J.T. Miller's a center. Ah, you play wing. No, I play center. Yeah, you play wing. Uh, that's probably what he does point. play. He does. He he has been playing left wing. So they wouldn't put him on the first line. That's Jake Gensel's line. That's his. They line. haven't. Uh, I don't see him. Well. I can see him playing with Malkin. I can see them too. Okay. Remember when it we said be, it well, would be Malkin? It would be Malkin in the center. 
JT Miller left wing and Kasperi Kapanen right wing. That's how they do it. Kasperi his shit together. But now here's the thing. Kasperi Kapanen's been sucking ass. Well, real quick, let me jump in on something. If you don't mind. So remember a while ago when we had our special edition where basically we said the Penguins don't have any people that would get physical? Yeah. Because I I was there live for that Vegas game. You should have saw the shots that were being taken by both teams. Latang was in there getting scrappy with, oh shit, I can't remember who it was. It was someone with an H, I think. It wasn't Theodore. No, it was. It was. Um, oh, Shea Theodore. Theodore can get scrappy sometimes. I think it was. Um, wait, what number is Pacioretty's on the Knights, right? Yes, Max Pacioretty. Yeah, I think it was Max Pacioretty, actually, he got into it with a few times throughout that game. And there were some cheap shots being laid out. And only a few times were there responses, but yeah, no. Uh, that was an interesting game to watch. It was very physical and a lot of late hits, cheap shots being taken. At one point, uh, uh, Okay, here's my hot take. I think we need to play Max Friedman in defense a little bit more. Um, that man knows how to scrap, especially against Corey Perry, against that game against Tampa. Um we, we need more of that fire, you know. Perry was taking uh, some liberties with our goalie, and uh, Freeman grabs him up by the neck, you know. Again, I'm telling you, I saw fire. I did. Yeah, I saw the... have the stars doing it. We need someone like a Freeman to do that shit. Yeah, Freedman's it was Chris. I'll be completely honest with you. I talk a lot of things about Latang, but the one guy yeah, who came to the help was Chris Latang. Your star has to be a star. Your star should not be fucking... Doing that shit it has to be someone like a Friedman, uh, you know, a top six defenseman or a bottom six forward has to do that shit. You cannot have your star players do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's either you're a star player or you're a physical fucker. Watch, watch some good. of the highlights of that game and you'll see what I'm talking about, about I the know, physicality if you want to laugh. I know. And I like that Latang did it, but we can't have star players doing that. Can't risk your star players getting hurt. Occasionally, yes, they have to, but you can't. You should not be calling on them every game to hey, stick up for us when something happens. You can't. You can't have a start. And also, there. I witnessed firsthand Eric putting his foot further in his mouth by Jack Eichel scoring a goal on us. I said he did bad for the first game. He was. Poor you said he. You said he was going to be bad. I didn't say he was going to be bad. I said he. I said that first game was god awful, but he. Uh, he turned it around. Is what I said. And the last one we did, yes. Um, but at first, you were dead set saying, if he's going to play like that, I do not see much going on here. Well, he proved me wrong. That's good. My favorite line, if you didn't read this, so they played at Buffalo the night before, right? So they gave him a tribute, right? Yeah. And his, they asked him how he felt about it. He goes, you know, it's funny. I couldn't get them to get loud for seven years. When I leave and get traded... I finally heard them show up in droves booing me. It was the first noise I've heard in seven years. Oh, he took damn. a shot. No, it's the truth, though. Buffalo never shows up the games, man. They can't ever get a crowd. And uh, when they do, it's very quiet. You know, I feel like only the casuals go anymore. And the hardcore fans are sick of the horrible management and ownership, you know? Let me see if I can find the exact thing that he said, because it, it made me laugh so hard when I read it. 
<sighs> Man. I guess we're going to look at some, uh, some standings here for the NHL. Go over those. Well, while you're doing that, guys, uh, I do have one little piece of insight here about the Marc-Andre Fleury situation. What about it? Apparently, Chicago GM Kyle Davidson, as of March 2nd, has pretty much gone on record to say that he will not trade Flurry unless Flurry agrees to to it before they sign the paper. He's not going to do to Flurry what Vegas did. And because uh, honestly, Flurry had a very strict no movement clause with Vegas that the Knights completely f- fucking ignored. Because Flurry Chicago was on his list of teams he did not want to go to to begin with when he was in Vegas. They traded him to Chicago anyways. Davidson has gone on record to say we're not going to do the same thing to him that Vegas did. Well, so before we move Marc-Andre, Mark before we make any decision about moving Marc-Andre, we're going to make sure he's okay with it first. All right, real quick, well, I yeah, found the comment. you're contractually obligated to. Basically, what Vegas did it was said, fuck that contract, we'll do what we want. All right, they you want to hear the exact comment Eichel said? For earlier in the week, he said, is there any bitterness towards the Sabres organization? He says, no, no bitterness. And then he goes on to say about the fans, it's about the loudest I've heard this place ever. It only took seven years of me leaving for them to get into the game. <laughs> well, also doesn't help that he didn't play the <coughs> series either. They also had a sign there that said, thanks for nothing, Eichel. Well, there was a bunch. Do we do we game. blame Jack Eichel or do we blame the shitty fucking uh, management? I say we blame the shitty fucking management. Well, the fans disagree. To our New York fans, you guys, come the on. Buffalo fans, you're a bunch of idiots. Dumb fucks. I definitely blame it on the management. Face it. Had they fucking not been dickheads and told him, no, you're going to take this, you're going to take the surgery that you don't want instead of us approving the one that you do want. If they would have let him get the next surgery that he wanted, in the first place when he got hurt, he would still be in Buffalo. Yep. But, hey, you know, he, he leaves the team. He's in a second wild card spot right now with the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, only one point down from Edmonton. So, Edmonton's still trying to cling on to that third-place spot. Maybe up into the second-place spot over the Kings. Um, it's nice I see by the, the end of the it's nice by to see the, end, the Kings in a playoff spot, by the way. By the end of the season, I see Edmonton being in first place in their division. They are not. They are 11 points back from Calgary. Not going to happen. 11 points is a lot. You're asking them to be on an eight-game winning streak, basically. Ten-game winning streak. Look at the, team, look at the people they have on their team, though. Yeah, well, they already kind of fucked themselves over with that bad, horrible stint in December for this playoff race now. I don't know, man. I don't see it uh, looking too good for them. There's 22 games left. That's not going to happen. This get a real fight. Uh, for the Penguins, though, we're only six games back from Carolina to try to get that first seed in the Metropolitan. We didn't pick up any ground with the win uh, what's that? Is that was that up, was that updated stats because we won today? Yes, this is updated. Okay. Uh, our second place. If the season ended today, we would be playing uh, New York Rangers as we are the second place team in the Metro. They're the third place, and the second and third place teams play each other in the division. 
first round. So, us and the Rangers again. Same predicament four or five years ago. Washington Capitals is actually the last place wild card team with 74 points. They will play Carolina. Carolina is actually the better team this year, believe it or not. <laughs> they are, uh, I think they're the best team in the league. Yes, they are. Uh, tied with Colorado for being the best team in the league in terms of points. Holy fucking shit. Have you guys ever, ever predicted an NHL that would consist of the two best teams in the league being Carolina and Colorado? Uh, not for Colorado might, Colorado might fall losing losing Lang, Langless Cog. Oh, shit. Well, Landis Cog's out for a while. He's out for the season. Oh, shit. Even worse. I just saw this now, and I need to make a move for my fantasy team. Good to know. They're saying they're saying they're hoping he might return by playoffs. Hoping that's not very very reassuring. Not at all. Will be considered out indefinitely after undergoing knee surgery Monday. Okay, I guess this is just a random topic I'll bring up now. Um, do you pref do you prefer the way the NHL playoff system is right now, or the way it was done in the past? To me, it's the way it was done in the past. What's the difference? Like the way seed, in the past too, one, one well, eight. the difference is it was just first seed through eighth seed. Didn't matter who in the division did what. It was whoever the best eight teams were, kind of like the NBA of each conference. It's first through eight. Now uh -huh. it's to where uh, they've been doing this for the past ten seasons. You have the top three in each of the uh, divisions, right? Two of them now. Atlantic and Metropolitan, right? So the the two and three in each division play each other. So like right now it would be Tampa Bay and Toronto. Unfortunately, my Maple Leafs would get slapped. We'd get fucking slapped the fuck out of round number one by Tampa. They're not that good to play against them. Especially now that they don't have Freddie Anderson. <laughs> Wait, when did that change? Because I thought the way the brackets the seating went was the two division winners got first and second seed and then third through eighth was no. In order of how many points no. you had for the season. How did you miss this for all these years? Oh, God. Okay. So two and three in each division play each other, right? So the second and third place teams of the division of, uh, play each other. And it's the same division. It's like we would play the New York Rangers. Tampa Bay would play Toronto. That's And the first the first uh, place teams in each divi in division, depending on so like the best first place team, plays against the worst wild card team ranked. Right, so like it would be Carolina and Washington, and then it'd be Florida and Boston for the other one. That's how it's done. That's what I'm looking at here. I'll show you. I will share my screen and explain it better. Okay, is it looking? You can see my cursor, right? Let's see you, Kevin. Joffrey, look, bastard. I'm trying to look this up myself. Look, right here. So, it's Florida Panthers. They're the second best first team. See here, 87, 85. So, based on that, Carolina plays Washington. And Florida plays Boston. See that? And 81 points. So, and then it's Pittsburgh, New York, Tampa, Toronto. You get it now? Yeah. Like that, that's how it works. For 
uh, the first round. I like the old format better. I like the old format way fucking better. My God. Like, you at least know, okay, first is playing eight. Two is playing seven. Now you got to, like, fucking do some mental thinking. Like, okay, second here. So that's the best first place team. If I wanted to look at numbers and like, stats. The Penguins would be the third seed overall right now if it finished today in the Eastern Conference. So, yeah, we would play the sixth. Who would be the sixth? Um, Rangers. If it was the old way. It'd be Rangers or Toronto, depending on the tiebreaker, because they're both at 79 points. Oh, my God. Is that really the way they got that game-winning goal? What the fuck? Yes, yes, 100%. I'm watching the women's uh, uh, USA Canada rematch in Pittsburgh. My God, really? That's the way they got the game-winner? Yep, I told you. the fucking girl skate and went in. That is the gayest shit I have ever seen in my whole life. Good God. Yeah, no, I fucking... Wow. That is some dumb fucking shit, man. If I have ever fucking seen it. Yeah, I officially do not like the way the NHL playoffs are set up. I always thought it was the top team in each division got a first got first and second seed, and then the other six were based on overall points. Nope. That is so fucked the way they do it now. Just the good old fucking first through eight seed, you know? Well, you know what's great about talking about seeding? What's that? What moves into our next topic? Oh, well, we didn't go over MLB yet. And on that note, guys, I'm going to bed. Hold on. No, but see real quick about the MLB. Hey, guys. We have a season. Baseball's back. We have a season. Everyone celebrate. Pour out the champagne. Let's go. Yes, that is right. They even kept the old schedule. Um, so still, no rescheduled games. We have all 162 games. Let's fucking go, boys. Um, thank God. That means my Yankees are going to come to town this year. Finally. And they're going to choke. When it comes to the playoffs. So, my Yankees are coming to Pittsburgh and going to both games, the two-game series. I'm fucking going. I don't care who comes with me, who does not. I will go wearing my Blue Jay stuff to being a dickhead. Well, none of those teams are playing today. Exactly. But this guy's a Yankees fan, so I have to piss him off somehow. I mean, at least here in Pittsburgh, they're not playing today. Who knows what they'll be playing. I'll, be, I'll, wear, my, I'll wear my Jose Lean jersey. There you go. I'll wear my White Sox jersey just to I'm rub in that. Going, there's no doubt about it. Uh, pretty cool. My dad's taking me on a on a on the home opener on the 12th in April. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be right behind home plate, so that's gonna be. Fun. Hopefully, you get here with the baseball. First time you behind home, home plate. plate. No, can't wait. Are you play. in the home plate club, Eric? Hell yeah. Are you gonna be on TV? Yeah, so I can so draw I some goofy looks on your face. That is how close oh, he wants some tickets. You need to do something stupid so that way you get picked up on ESPN. Probably going to uh, buy something that says Sports Authority podcast on it. There you go. Free advertising. For there you go. Eight people watching the card game. Did you guys there. get my note the other day that they're wearing sponsors on their jerseys this year? What? Yeah, that was one. I, did I not sent them like some European KHL team or fucking European hockey team. They have like no, a thousand I, I, sponsors that was, down the jersey. Get down. 
I sent that out to that was the number 12 agreement. Part of the MLB agreement was that they were going to wear sponsors on their jerseys. Dude, I'd have said hell no. That's why I said that's why I said There's we no need to look into it. I'm wearing that shit on my jersey. That's why I said we need to look into this and get our get our emblem out there. That is I mean <laughs> I, I mean look at the pens. out there, but that costs too much. Listen. Listen, listen, listen. I want you to hear something. All right. We're in the day and age that even the NHL has adopted that theory. I think, and you're a big fan of soccer, which that's their whole identity is wearing logos across their jerseys. Yeah, but MLS but, don't do it. That's a European thing. Let them fuck. I'm sorry. How many how many logos does uh, Manchester United have on their jerseys? Because I'm pretty I mean, sure the middle see, logo got, on we, their we chest the is a logo. We got the Chevrolet logo here on the front. So they're sponsored by Chevy. Well, then you hate the man. You can hate the soccer then because they do it too. Why not? I'm used to that coming from European leagues. I don't want that shit over here. Well, the NHL's already been doing it. That's why the Penguins have a, a sponsorship on their helmet. The helmet, not the jersey. At least the helmet. I mean, what if it's like? What if it's not as big and egregious? What if it's like the uh, NBA, where it's a tiny little ribbon on their jersey? Okay, then I can accept that. I just hope they don't have on the classic Yankee pinstripe. They don't have like a Nike logo like going across the whole center of it. That'd be They're gonna have Fenway Media Group on their jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> I will, uh, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Better fucking not. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, fuck that whole idea. Now, if it's like tiny logos on a baseball helmet or whatever, or on a cap, I'll be happy with it, whatever. Uh, as long as it's not going to be uh, huge across the center of the jersey, like fucking, uh, like they do in Europe. With all their teams. Well, yeah, nobody wants to see the big egregious logo. And then an awkward. As long moment, as it's something small and out of the way, I don't give a fuck. The Pirates have closed off their forty-man roster today by signing Aaron Fletcher from the Seattle Mariners, left-handed okay. pitcher. Our roster is now full uh, of forty. A nobody. A nobody. Yeah, a, no, a nobody. <laughs> so how long? And here's my question for all the Pittsburghers, obviously here. And if you listen, you are from Pittsburgh. At what point can the MLB step in and tell nutting? Can you at least try to act like you're trying to win something? You're ruining our sport. Can you at least act like you care? If you follow the Pirates today, right. they, so now free agencies up. open back up. That means we get to find out who the fuck Clayton Kershaw is going to play for, right? In the end. <laughs> I just started laughing whenever they posted that. Well, Kevin, on what you just said, no. We still got a really big portion of our audience for some reason that's not Pittsburgh. Including we're up to what? That's why I said for anyone that does listen in Pittsburgh, at what point do you think that the MLB has to step in and tell Bob Nutting, you are consistently bringing our sport down. Our market in Pittsburgh has plummeted. We're not making as much money because you just won't do anything, man. You're, I feel like you're they'd have to go into... The only way I could see the MLB stepping in and getting nutting is that if an allegation comes out and they dip into his books and his records to see if he's pocketing the money he doesn't spend. He spends all that side money on the uh, projects overseas. Uh, in other countries, he builds he builds pirate ports in there. He builds, he does a lot of dumb shit. I mean, maybe it's good for getting a baseball program in Tibet, we'll say, but that's not helping Pittsburgh sports market. I totally forgot to uh, go over uh, talk about MLB free agent signings. So, 
now that free agency is open back up in March 11th, Clayton Kershaw did re-sign a one-year deal with uh, the Dodgers at 17. I was just going to say, I didn't see him on here. It's a one-year deal. So, looks next like year, God. we'll be Carly. looking at the uh, Clayton Kershaw sweepstakes. Um, let's looks see. like Carlos Correa is the top uh, free agent in Trevor's story. Well, guess what? Correa just got – oh, never mind. Hold on one second. Josh Harrison just signed a one-year deal with the White Sox. Hey. Um, let's see. The Yankees. Didn't he play with the White Sox? The Yankees Didn't he play with the Tim LaCastro. That is a two-piece um, Clint Frazier. That, that's a nobody there, of course. Um, Andrelton Simmons. Here's a big deal. Andrelton he was a Simmons up, signed right? a one-year, $4 million contract with the Chicago Cubs. Um, so... He is a very good defensive shortstop. Uh, the Cubs are definitely way better for that uh, deal, for sure. Um, that's well, they lost Baez, didn't they? What? They lost Baez, right? So they needed a shortstop. Yeah, so that was a very – to me, it's a very good replacement, especially defensively. Um, you, won't, you will never – you almost see never any errors from Andrelton Simmons. But so. Anthony Rizzo get signed. I saw he was on the free agent list still. Uh, I don't see his name on here yet. Another big one. Uh, Adam Ottavino got signed by the uh, Mets. I believe Ottavino was a uh, Yankee, so he stays in New York, just with the wrong team. It's all good, though. I believe he was a. I believe he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ottavino is with the Yankees. Yeah. Yep, 1920. He went to Boston in the 21 season, so he's back in New York. Just wearing blue and orange, apparently. Pirates got a pretty good catcher. Hopefully, he can stay healthy. Roberto Perez. Yeah, I well, like uh, he better not be too good, or he'll see his ass get traded. <laughs> he was—he wasn't bad with Cleveland. Let me see. Did the Pirates sign anybody? I don't think they did. Perez. Uh. Yeah, that was before the December first uh, lockout or December second. Yeah, yeah, that was that was before for sure. Uh, oh no, wait! I think Javier uh, um, Baez signed. signed with the team. Yeah, he signed with the White Sox. I thought. Nope, Javier Baez. You 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 who he signed with? Tigers. Yes, six year, one hundred forty million dollar contract. Javier fucking Baez goes to Detroit. One of the worst franchises after Justin Verlander left. Oh, good luck, dude. My God. I mean, he definitely went there for the money. Oh. The only place the only place he would go to that would be worse is coming to Pittsburgh. <laughs> well, we know that's I mean, not going to happen. God forbid they spend anything more than like, $10 million on a player. Just like this Corey Seager signs drives it this up a ball. Um, unfortunately, injured. Corey Kluber signs a one-year deal back in November 28th, 2021 for a one-year, $8 million contract. God well, I was talking about Seager, not Kluber. I know, but still, a Yankees fan that hurts to see Kluber leave us and go to a division rival. One of the lowest payrolls, and they can still get it done. We have one of the highest payrolls in Choke. Hmm. Because you suck. Fuck you. Wow, Jesus, fuck off. 
So here's the, here's the thing that I, I'm excited about with baseball coming back is just I'm not a big fan of like watching the MLB because the Pirates have just taken me out of it. But it is interesting to sit there and watch what other teams will do. So you get to the playoffs every year, and the one joy I have every year when the baseball playoffs were around is watching the Yankees choke it all the way, and then Eric complain and cry about it on Facebook. Uh-huh. Fuck you. Um, so Max Scherzer, it's going to be interesting to see how he does with the Mets. Now they got Adam Ottavino in their bullpen. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Well, they lost in the garden, remember? Mets I actually see the Mets doing better than the Yankees this year. Based on the moves that they have made and the non-Yankees have made, Sterling Marte went to the Mets. See what I mean? Why, why, why aren't we making these moves, the Yankees? Huh? Hmm. Cheap? We going cheap now? Oh, and by the way, uh, the Pirates did get Jose Quintana too. That's who the pitcher was. Yeah, that's who. Jose Quintana, but only on a $2 million contract. I remember Quintana was a beast. Um, was. Yeah, he was a beast with the, uh, what was it, the Cubs? Yes. And he got traded to the other Chicago team. No, he was with the White Sox, got traded to the other Chicago team, the Cubs. Then didn't last, didn't last year he pitched for the Angels for a little bit? Didn't he get traded to the Angels? What? Whenever the Chicago Cubs had that garage sale for all their players. Yeah, I thought he went. I thought he went there. I I could be. I I might be totally off. I just don't remember. Uh, we gotta look. Uh, we gotta look him up. Let me see something. Jose Quintana. I'm clicking on him here. We're gonna see what teams he played for. Give me a second. Spring training starts on I guess the 18th. May spring training is what it is. Let me see here. Stats. He played one, two, three, four, five, six seasons with the uh, Chicago White Sox. Got traded to the Cubs in 2017. Uh, played for them for three whole seasons after that. Went to the Angels and then got. He went. He signed with the Angels. Got traded to San Francisco in 2021. Okay, so so on Yahoo, if you were looking up Quintana, it does have San Francisco on there, and he doesn't say he signed with the team. So did the Pirates take the offer? So yeah, off? he, he, got, he got traded to the Giants. Right, but if on, I'm like I'm on Yahoo right now, and it says Quintana is not signed with anyone. Well, that's false. He is a pirate. Right. I was just wondering if we were related. I gotta take her out. I'll be right back. Nope, so ESPN has them as a pirate. So. All right. Yep, that's where we're at. 2021 season stats were fucking shit. No wins, three losses, 6.43 ERA. He had 85 strikeouts and a 1.73 whip, which is dog shit. So, uh, yeah. you got That's who you guys got. That's who you got coming to the Pirates. But hooray, we're the fuckers. We save money. <laughs> oh. When I should have got him in 2017. But it's whatever. Let me see what his stats were like in uh, 2017. Well, he finished 11 and 11. 
Let's see. He had a horrible ERA. He actually, his ERA went down to 3.74. Well, he had a 3.74 ERA with the Cubs in his games. So he actually did a hell of a lot better with the Cubbies. His career wins and losses. 83 wins and 80 losses. 3.84 ERA is his career total. A 1.28 whip's a hell of a lot better sounding than a fucking, uh, that, what was it, 1.73, my god. Um, 1,300 strikeouts already in his career. Believe this that, is guy we signed today is, that guy we signed today, his ERA was up over 12. <laughs> That's the Pirates for you, man. We turn these guys' careers around. I remember they said that one time. All because they did it with A.J. Burnett. They think they could just fucking save everybody. Pay him cheap. Yeah. Yeah, the, the organization is a dumpster fire. I mean, Let's what? You, you did it one time with Burnett. One fucking time. Don't forget, don't forget about the Bell signing. That was the worst signing ever. What the Derek Bell, Bell trade? Was... Just trade him for no fucking reason. No, Derek Bell. We signed the we signed him to the worst contract ever. I thought you meant Josh Bell. Oh no! When you say Bell, I think I'm sorry. Bell. Yeah, I, I forgot. Well, Derek Bell was the worst signing ever. I think the worst signing is Bobby Bonilla because you know a million dollars every July first by the Mets. That's almost, that's almost over, ain't it? Uh, 2035. So 13 more years left. Bob is a genius. What are you talking about? He gets a million dollars. They would have been his his contract would already been over, but they didn't feel like paying him like twenty some million dollars a year. So, you know, they they agreed to a million dollars every year for the next like forty years. There's only thirteen of it left. Thirteen years left of it. I mean, yeah, he's a genius. You get a million bucks guaranteed every July first. Now you can easily We're talking about my it. favorite holiday. Yeah, Bobby Bonilla Day, every July 1st, man. It's my favorite holiday. It's lasting until 2035, I believe, but uh, tell me if I'm wrong. I know it ends in 2030 somewhere. I mean, I could Google it, but I'll just lag out again every time I Google something. I think uh, Adam's on it right now. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, let me know when Bobby Bonilla Day ends. I love, I love me some. Yeah, twenty thirty five. Until he's seventy five. Okay, Until he's seventy two right, years. Twenty thirty five. Yes, twenty thirty five. All right, so I do remember it correctly. My favorite holiday continues. He gets his last million in twenty thirty five, and by then we'll be in a nuclear fallout. So. And here's your last payment. Now go to hell. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, here's, yeah, here, here, here's the rest of the thirteen million dollars, and uh, here comes the nukes by Russia. What? But, could uh, they, in, real quick, in theory, couldn't they just buy him out in, or they'd have to restructure that whole thing? They could just say, here's the rest of your $13 million. Now fuck off! Pretty much. But, see, that the, some people say that the baseball players' union is the best just because every contract is guaranteed money. Every single contract is guaranteed to you. When you play in the MLB, it's all guaranteed. If uh, if you're in the majors, like 
So Prince Fielder had that career-ending injury. The Texas Rangers are still paying him to this day. Um, like, because all the money in the majors is guaranteed. If they agree to put you on that 40-man roster when you sign that contract, the whole rest of your contract's guaranteed to you. That's why some of them say it's the best, but really, if you really want to go into it, to me, I think the best players union's basketball. The only league I know where you can talk to your friend and say, yeah, demand a trade, and uh, my GM's ready to trade for you right now as soon as you demand the trade and make it public. Oh, man, well, all right, bro. I'll do it in a little bit. I'll see you, bro. Well, the biggest arguer for the retired basketball, like, there's even a retired players one that Charles Barkley, the reason he refuses to be in the 2K games is because 2K won't donate money to the retired players fund. Uh-huh. So it only works while you're active. They don't do a damn thing for you once you retire, really. Oh, really? And if they do, it's not a lot because if he's demanding money to be donated to the retired players fund to be in the game and they have yet to do it and he's not in the game, you know what I mean? Ah, uh, I see. So the union pretty much says, pretty much says, fuck you once you retire. If I remember correctly, that's how pretty pretty much how it goes. Because again, there's a retired players like union or fund that he once donated to from 2K every year, and then he says, "Then I'll be in your game." And I've yet to see Charles Barkley in a, a single NBA game since Jam. How much is he asking 2K to donate? Like, if it's just a dollar, would he get it? Would he go? No, uh, no, it's it's definitely a sizable amount. So if they still donate a million bucks every year, you think he? Maybe I don't know. I don't remember exactly what he said, but his comments about why he's done it again. He ain't gonna say how much he wants to donate. It's probably some ludicrous thing. Like if you donate fifty million a year, I'll come join your uh, game. Probably something crazy that would kill you know funds and shit. You know, for two K. I mean, you can't really. Can't really blame two K for like. I, I guarantee you, it's some ludicrous amount he wants him to donate. Yeah. What? What are you being retarded for? Stop it. What? Our dogs acting like a dumba. Come here. They do say dogs inherit traits of their owners. Come here. Get up here. Get up here. Come on. Come on. But speaking of basketball. And it does tie in with the NBA talk. Coach K's final season at Duke oh, is occur- has occurred. His final regular season ends in a loss, and not just that. The tickets for that game were about 5000 a pop, which makes it the most sought-after ticket that wasn't a championship game in history. Yep. Uh, and not only that, he goes on to lose the ACC championship. To <laughs> and, and, and he still gets a number two seed in the tournament. Exactly. Uh, I'm pretty sure they gave that to him just because it's his last season. But it, no, I don't. That's not how that works, though. He did have a pretty good season. I mean, the man's also a five-time NCAA champ and a five-time gold medal winner. Yeah, but I see a lot of people saying, that, like, for his last season, this is definitely one of the worst teams he's ever coached. Is what I've seen. It, yes, but they weren't too too. T- Terrible. Let me. No, they're decent enough to make the tournament, but like, are they going to go far? Uh, Poor official record. Uh, you will see. 
uh, our picks. What I think, what Adam thinks, what Kevin thinks. Hell, even Joffrey decided to join in too. So, um, before we uh, before we go into our bracketology, which is going to be the longest part of this episode, um, which I forgot to say at the beginning. Um, so, if you want to stick around for it? Go ahead. If not, no big deal. Um, well. Uh, what about that? They were 28 and 6. Hey, Joffrey, how did UC Smollett Jr. do? Before we get into it. Um, if you don't I know he didn't do too well. People, it's Bubba Wallace. There's <laughs> Well, I know Chase Briscoe won we the gotta, look, I'm I waiting for Chase Briscoe. Hang on one second. I will agree with you. Okay. Hate crimes are god awful. Don't ever do them. But at least if you're going to cry wolf, let it be legit. For the love of Christ, man. That fucking guy, he really had to try to make it. Because I never even heard of the fucker until he did that shit. I never heard of the guy. Ever. Until he did that. So, I guess. It looks like. I like to root against Bubba Wallace. Just because of that. Well, it was a good week for that because he finished 22nd at the Phoenix race today. How many cars? It looks uh, like 36. Okay, it was middle of the pack. I'll accept that. Fuck you, Bubba. Didn't he get second place in a race this year? Yeah, the 500. Yeah, Fuck. that was the Daytona. Daytona 500. Fuck. He got second. All right, he got second, so he, he gets a lot of points. Second in that race, but twenty second. Your boy, your boy Cindric didn't do too good today, Joff. You know what killed NASCAR? Fuck no, twenty fourth. You you, you want to know what uh, NASCAR? Why what killed it for me too? The fucking games that come out anymore. All the games that come out for NASCAR suck. Like NASCAR Heat is the worst shit I've ever played. I used to love the dude. What the fuck? I love. I love Heat. They make it way too heat close is to the It's terrible. They make it way too close to actually being on the track instead of just driving like it used to be. Like, you got to know exactly all your dimensions, everything else, and it's the only way it, like, drives well on the on the track. And I don't know all that, so I'm horrible at the race games. I'm not going to lie. I used to love it, man. I always pulled for a realistic NASCAR game. Just because, like, I'm more of a NASCAR gamer, like, than I am, like, I'm a fan of the actual, like, watching it. Love playing NASCAR. It's just... So, you want a NASCAR game. Love. You want a NASCAR game more like Forza, is what you're getting at. Yes, I want it realistic. I want to actually be able to buy a steering wheel set with the clutch there and the fucking gear shift. I don't want the legit fucking experience, damn it. I'm gonna yeah, he's going to wear an adult diaper so he can pee himself just like the drivers at Daytona do. Hell yeah. Ah! Uh, I want that Daytona 500 experience, damn it. I'm going to race all 500 laps, okay? And I used to play with the real laps when I did my career modes. Fucking, I never, ever said, like, yeah, let me do 75% of the actual race. Uh, I do the straight-up laps of every race on career mode. I used to do that shit all the time. I don't have that kind of time. Took forever. I had a lot of fun doing it. A lot of fun. It's all that counts. Three hours per race, man. I, uh, oh my god! Every day was a new race. I was like, I cannot wait to spend three hours of my time doing Daytona, and then the next day, 
I'm gonna do the Indy if I am Indianapolis five hundred. Oh man, I can't wait. That was the shit for me back then. So fun fact, Eric didn't know that the in when I talk about Indy car, he thought I was pretty much talking about the cars that take place in the Indianapolis five hundred. Yeah. What a dumbass. Well, well, because people shorten Indianapolis 500 to Indy 500. So, like, it's easy to fuck them up. <laughs> There's a little bit of difference. I know there is, but... I had to explain to him what an Indy car looks like. Indianapolis 500 to Indy just to fuck people? I do like... I, I, you know, I do like the how they do the All-Star Weekend. They have the pit crews do the changing and all that. They, they, they actually, like... They have like a time trial and stuff, kind of like uh, hockey does. Oh, so they have a skills competition. Yes, they have a they have a NASCAR pit crew skills competition. That's I'd love cool. to see a NASCAR driver parallel parking competition. You know, I would, <laughs> they I would, do it at high speed. I, I, yeah, do it at high speed. Do it at a hundred mile an hour while you're at it too. Parallel park at a hundred miles an hour. Fucking <laughs> god, no. Um, yeah, as a mechanic, I would love to see who would uh, who could change a tire the fastest. I bet you I could uh, compete with that really well. They do it in like 0. 0.2 seconds. I don't think you'll compete me with that. Other, uh, me and the other techs uh, had a competition who could uh, who, who, who could uh, do a tire job the fastest, and I ended up being like second or third, uh, changing all four tires on cars. That was pretty fun. I went like I went second place with a time of doing all four tires of like an hour and ten minutes. Is that good or bad? It's pretty fucking good. If you can do four tires, if you could change four tires in an hour, you're insane. That is back breaking shit. Gotcha. <sighs> Man. Uh first place dude was like 52 minutes because we all say he's a cokehead. Has to do some coke. Here's my question. Here's my question. Are you going to do the parallel parking competition? We'll do it here in Pittsburgh on these goofy ass roads too. I mean, are we, are we doing it based on speed or also accuracy of being in the spot? Have, Perfect accuracy in the... Uh, I would say like your driver's test, like you want it so you wanna, done quickly and accurately. See, but the driver's test, they let you take however long you want. They don't time you. It's just how good are you in the spot. They don't time man, you. Man, if I could go back in time and troll my driving instructor, they just, just take just, forever just to parallel park. take an hour just to get it. Okay, you passed after an hour, asshole. But, um... Yeah, that definitely would be hilarious. I'm sorry to say, I know you guys really like it, but that'd be funny. So what was the race this weekend? Who won, buddy? Chase I already closed it because I thought you were going on another fucking tangent. Oh, sorry. For a couple seconds. NASCAR race. For a couple seconds, talking about racing, fucking around a bit. Go ahead. Chase Briscoe won this week. Uh, Chase Briscoe won this week. No idea who the hell that is. He finished third at Daytona. He's not been in the league long. This was his first. Today was his first. Today was his first career win. Is I Jimmy do know Johnson that. still uh, racing? I am looking at the standings right now. I'm not seeing his name. Okay, he did. No, he did Jimmy retire. Johnson. 
He did He's a done. a couple years ago. Jimmy Johnson was my dude, the Lowe's car. That was my man. 48 car. Yep, Lowe's, baby. That was my dude. All right, here's something I have to bring up about NASCAR, and I need your guys' opinion on this. They allow somebody to drive the number three. They did? They do. Oh, no. They did. I forget what racer it was was driving the number three. I don't know if he still is, but he did. I can't remember who it was or when it was, but I did see a number three car out there in a race. I have no clue who it was, but the fact that you disrespected Dale Earnhardt Sr. like that, that's messed up, man. Okay. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I ain't going to do it. Austin did. I'm not going to do it. Dylan drives the, the number Dillon. three car. He it, Austin Dillon drives the historic number three Richard Childress Racing Chevrolet owned by his grandfather, Richard. That's messed up, man. Don't ever let anyone drive number three. That's like hockey. You never let someone wear 99 again. Ducky Dylan is a three-time winner at NASCAR Cup Series with a win in the 2018 Daytona 500 and made the NASCAR playoffs. Austin Dillon was doing it. That's Everyone froze up. for me. Dale, uh, <laughs> Dale Jr.'s done too, right? Yes. Fuck. That's what I mean. Like, there's no likable drivers anymore, man. I can't get behind these people. Would you shut up? I can't get behind oh. these people, man. The dog disagrees. <laughs> I know. So that my my dog's all wound up. She probably heard him. Yeah. Well, apparently, from what I'm reading here, NASCAR is not like most other sports. Um, since there are usually races with up to 42 v or more drivers in them, they don't retire numbers. So they more so lease the numbers out to the racing teams on an annual basis to use. And Richard Childress um, has said that he was going to hold the number three in reserve until the right time and the right driver came along. Austin Dillon. Which apparently, which apparently he thinks his grandson's good enough to earn, to use the number. Oh, 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 okay. So the only right circumstance is if family wants to have it. Okay. All right, I see. Fucking dick. Give me a goddamn smooch. Shows you out of the loop I am, but I did see that and I was like, wait a minute. <coughs> so I, I don't see anyone. So I don't see anyone driving. It, but fuck anybody else who has been. I don't see anyone driving the Richard Petty number. 43? What about oh, Daryl Waltrip? Anybody? Eric Jones drives it. Never yeah, mind. Little... Eric Jones. Eric Jones drives it. Never mind. What about Daryl Waltrip? Wasn't he 43? The light blue car. Daryl Waltrip? Wasn't he number two? I thought I thought he was. No, that was Rusty Wallace. Oh, my bad. Would that be Bubba Wallace's father? Shut the fuck up, Eric. Is it or not? And Daryl Waltrip drove number 17. Oh. Who the hell was 43? Richard Petty. Richard Petty. Oh, okay. My bad. 
But now Eric Jones drives it. I, I forgot. I remember. Uh, I remember watching the original Cars movie back then when it first came out. The first Cars movie. And they, had they had Richard. Car- yeah, Daryl. Daryl Car Trip. And they had. They had. Uh, what was Richard Petty's name? He's the one that broke down at the end in that movie. Oh, and I can't he, and, Yeah, wasn't he the light blue car? Yeah, instead of lightning finishing, he went back and pushed them over the finish line. Oh, yeah. They just called him the king. Yeah, I think they just called him king. Or the king, that was it, yeah. The only king I, I recognize the, is the Jimmy the King. I will rule you. Um, uh, lightning McQueen's friggin' rival. What the hell is a... Uh, Chick. Yeah, yeah. Who the hell was that supposed to be? Was that just a... I have no idea. Was that supposed to be just some random character? Did, did you know that there was different versions of his manager in that movie, Marv? Or Har- actually, it was Harv. There was two different versions. There was one for the American voice audience, and there was one for the British audience. And in the British audience, it was Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear. Oh, <coughs> I didn't even know they had two different uh, voice actors for uh, whatever version. It's cool. For, the, for Lightning's manager. Why? Who was the American version? I forget who the American was. I just remember the British one because I really like Top Gear and the Grand Tour, which Jeremy Clarkson is on. Uh, oh, yeah. Top Gear was a great show. Was great because they fired Clarkson and May and Hammond went with him because they said, fuck that, BBC. We're going to Amazon. <laughs> I mean, you fire the you fire the main guy on your show. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? I was going to say, wasn't Clarkson like the number one? Clarkson has been there forever. He was part of original Top Gear and second Top Gear. Sorry to get off on this tangent, audience. If you don't care about cars, I'm sorry. I'm just going to round this up for everyone who understands. So in Top Gear, Clarkson was part of it for a very long time. He wrote magazines. He's a big personality. Before he got fired, they went and did a shoot, and uh, the producers didn't set up anything food-wise or anything for them when they got back to the hotel. Clarkson had a few drinks, got pissed, and got an argument with the producer and took a swing, and they fired him. They suspended him, then fired him. And so that's why they ended up leaving that show. That's why he said it used to be great. Huh. But anyway. I wonder if it was a couple producer changes that made him flip. Anyway. Well, their main producer went with them to Amazon, so that tells you a lot. I see. So they're on Amazon Prime now. Yes. Cool. But anyway, back to the world of sports for the people that are just like, okay. oh my god, they're talking about cars. Um, Can we get into the fun part now, yeah, where we all decide to be stupid? We are already almost two hours in. Holy shit. Damn, this episode went out longer than I thought. Ooh. But right. uh, here, since I got my bracket pulled. Alright, let's, uh, let's, let's just jump into it here. I made a up. entire bracket. Let me pull it up again. Um, games start uh, March 17th. We will be watching closely to even to see if we are right. So uh, We do have our bracket set up on ESPN. There's not even a good way to list this. Can we just... We, we, we'll, this is going to be a difficult way to list this. All right, guys, all right so we're, you're going to see a lot of brackets. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll show you, you how to do this. If you care, stay tuned. If not, no big deal. Um, it, I mean, with us not being a visual forum, it's going to be hard for the get for them for the guests to be able to break down who we have going how far. Though we will have to give updates on next week's episode as to who's doing what, how well. 
Yes. Because Sunday night we'll be down to the round of eight by the time we come back on. Well, by that point, I will. We will pretty much know if I'm winning this or not because I've got right. a team set to make it let's to the just, final. Let's, let's, just, let's just break down the round of six. Um, I got Gonzaga beating Georgia State. Boise beating Memphis. So, um, we got I got New Mexico State, uh, UConn. I got Arkansas beating Vermont. Alabama beating RUTG slash ND. The, that's the playing game, guys, just to let you know. Okay. That's, that's the playing game. It's going to play Tuesday or Wednesday. There's I was no confused, bracket. I think either way, Alabama has that in the bag. Um, and then, uh, now, two years ago, that upset was pulled in at 11 6. Texas Tech and Montana State. I got Texas Tech winning. I got Michigan State being Davidson. I got Duke beating CSU Fullerton. Okay, he's got he's got the go back. Let someone else finish that bracket so we're not redoing brackets. Okay, well, okay, okay. Well, that's the West. Okay, I it's not showing that on my phone. But uh, where did he cut off? He cut off at after well, Duke. Who do you have in that bracket? Just so people know. Well, it's a little more difficult to read on my phone because it's not showing the way it is, you guys. But I have Gonzaga going over Georgia State. I have Memphis beating Boise State. I have UConn beating New Mexico State. I have Arkansas beating Vermont. I have Alabama over – I have no idea what's going on in the play-in Rutgers, game. Rutgers, I guess it's Rutgers and Notre Dame. Yeah, that's between them. So with the winner of those two, I have losing to Alabama. I have Texas Tech over Montana State. Unlike Eric, I chose Davidson over Michigan State. And then I chose Duke over Fullerton. All right, I'm going to just go in real quick. I have the exact same bracket as Kevin so far, except I took Michigan State over Davidson. Huh. So I got Gonzaga. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, see, uh, we have several differences. What, I picked New Mexico State over UConn. I have Zaga, and I have Boise. Then I have New Mexico State. Then I have, I have Vermont. You guys all have Arkansas. Um, I took Bama and Texas Tech, and then Michigan State and Duke in that round of 16. There you go. Let's move on to the next. uh, Which will be the Baylor, right? Yeah, yeah, round of 64, but here we go. Yeah, it starts with Baylor. Of course, you got to get Baylor beating Norfolk State. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't. I got North Carolina being Marquette, uh, which is an excellent first-round matchup, by the way. Um, and then you got St. Mary's and between the winner of the play-in of Wyoming and Indiana, I believe. That's I what you IU is. Uh, I picked St. Mary's. And then UCLA and Akron, I picked UCLA. I picked Virginia Tech to beat Texas. Uh, Longhorns. Uh, then uh, I got Purdue beating Yale. I got Murray State beating San Francisco. And I got... Uh, and I got Kentucky beating St. Peter's. So you got the East. All right. So for my picks, I got Baylor going over Nor- Norfolk. I have Marquette going over North Carolina. I have St. Mary's winning and moving on. I have UCLA going over Akron. 
I have Texas going over Virginia Tech. I have Purdue going over Yale. I have Murray State going over San Francisco. And I got the Jayhawks moving on. Can't, or not, yeah, Jayhawks. I'm fucking stupid. Kentucky, because I can't read. The Wildcats. The Wildcats. I'm seeing later down my bracket. I'm fucking stupid. Oh, you're good. These things, get, these things get confusing. Go ahead, Joff. I've got Baylor over Norfolk. I've got Marquette over NoCal. Uh, I've got St. Mary's over North Carolina. I've got St. Mary's over the over the play-in. UCLA over Akron. Texas over Virginia Tech. Purdue over Yale. Uh, I've got Kentucky over St. Peter's, and then my one uh, my one underdog tail here. I'm going with San Francisco over Murray State. So he had everything pretty much the same as me, except for that San Francisco. I think I heard correctly, right? I believe. I don't so, know. Yeah. I didn't. I was too busy grabbing a beer. I didn't hear yours. <laughs> I got Baylor. I got Baylor over Norfolk. Now, I got now we're going to the south. No. I got Marquette. Oh my bad. You're not done yet. No, I took Marquette. I also took St. Mary's, and then I took Akron over UCLA. I like the zips. That's, that's your Cinderella. Yeah, that's one of them. And then, well, it's a, I, I just, you've been getting a 13 4 upset, and I just feel that that's the one. My- and then we got, I got Texas and Purdue, and then Murray State and Kentucky. Hmm. Well, wait till you hear my Cinderella. It's in this next yeah. grouping. Yes, my, yes, my, my, my Cinderella's in the South. Cannot wait to say it. All right. Mine's in the Midwest. My big Cinderella's in the Midwest. Ah, okay. Well, I got Arizona beating the play in. Um, obviously they will. I don't know why they wouldn't. <laughs> Seton Hall beating TCU. I got Houston beating UAB. Uh, here's my Cinderella. Chattanooga beats Illinois. Um, Colorado State beats Michigan. Tennessee would beat Longwood. Uh, Ohio State beats Loyola, Chicago. And Villanova would beat Delaware. You heard my Cinderella. It's Chattanooga. Let's see what uh, see what you guys picked for the uh, South. Um, All right. I'm going to jump in here because mine's pretty much the same as Eric's other than that Ch- Chattanooga choice. Because I picked Arizona, wow. Seton Hall, Houston, Illinois, Colorado State, Tennessee, Ohio State, and Villanova. Uh. All right. Let me hop in because my Cinderella's in here. So... I got Arizona winning the buy-in, or the the, the play-in, sorry, yeah, the buy-in. damn it. Yeah, the buy-in. I got TCU, Jamie Dixon, represent, going over Seton Hall. I, don't think he I have Houston. Them. I'm just saying in general. Hmm. Uh, you got Houston over UAB. I got Illinois over Chattanooga. I got Colorado State over Michigan. I have Tennessee over Longwood, and we're doing it for Sister Jean. Loyota Chicago goes over Ohio State. There you go. And you take Villanova too, Eric? And then I took Villanova. I took Villanova, yeah. So there's my Cinderella. Loyota, Chicago. Loyola, Chicago. Why do you think Loyola is going to be the Cinderella? Because Sister Jean. And they've done it before. Yeah, last year, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe, for Sister Jean. Loyola actually did it last year. Okay. I got Nova. 
Ohio State, Tennessee, Colorado State, Illinois, Houston, TCU, and Arizona. I pretty much ran that one. I didn't way. hear your Seton Hall or Arizona pick. I took Arizona. And what about the Seton Hall TCU game? I took TCU. Oh, okay. I took the Longhorns. Interesting. Okay, so Frog, for the most whatever. part, we almost picked all the same. That one. And here we go. The Midwest, Midwest or not. What's that? I could say we're definitely not going to be anywhere close on the Midwest. No. All right, here we go. So, for my Midwest picks, I got Kansas over the play-in game of TCC and TXSO. Whoever the fuck those two schools are. Texas Southern. I got San Diego State going over Creighton, although I, I could see arguments for Creighton winning, too. Uh, Iowa over uh, Richmond. I picked Providence over South Dakota State. Oh, man. Blake's fucking uh, universities in the. Uh, oh, man. I should just change my pick right now to South Dakota State. Uh, it's just because Blake, our friend, is college is in there, that's what you're going to do. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's rooting for South Dakota. Even if he cares. Hey, Eric. We see Eric pick his phone up. He's texting Blake right now. Hey, bud, how good is your college basketball team? <laughs> good enough to get in the tournament. He knows that they have a college basketball team. Um, Probably not. Anyway, after that, uh, so yeah, I got Providence winning. Although I, <laughs> Dakota State doesn't break my bracket up, I'll be happy. Uh, at, at LSU over Iowa State. I got Wisconsin over Colgate toothpaste. Um, I got USC over Miami, and I got Auburn over JSU. Jacksonville State. All right, let me jump in here because I yeah, I lied. Jayville. That's why. Listen. All right, listen. I lied. I have another Cinderella in this one. So I have Kansas going over the play-in. I got San Diego State going over Creighton. I have Iowa going over Richmond. I have Providence, former Big East opponent of Pitt, moving on. I have LSU, moving on. I have Wisconsin beating Colgate. I have USC beating Miami. And just for some reason, Jayville State, number 15 seed, beating Auburn and moving on. Oh, cool. That's interesting. I don't know why. I had a feeling. I'm definitely... I'm definitely rooting for a good number of dogs in this fight here with the Midwest. Yes, I've got Kansas over the buy-in. I actually, I think I'm the only one that's taking so far Creighton over you San said Diego. Buy-in too. <laughs> We're so used to combat sports. They're all just Shit. buying into the uh, hey hey NCAA. Here's like five. well because it's, it's it's March Madness. We're gambling. So for gambling, what do you do? Each t- each round of yeah, cards, you, you buy, buy in the tournament. <laughs> They're gonna I've got Iowa over Richmond. I'm looking at the points scored for these two schools on average per game, and I'm liking San Diego over Providence, or South Dakota over Providence. Sorry, uh, LSU over Iowa, and now my my Cinderella for the whole tournament here, because uh, you're going to be insane. You're going to think I'm insane with how far I'm pushing them to go, but I'm taking Colgate over Wisconsin because they have Miami and Auburn over Javel State. Would you say, Kevin? I say because they have tartar control. Yep, they got tartar. Hey, control. They're, they're they're trying to beat out that halitosis, okay? 
That'd be great if there was a school called Halitosis and they had a rivalry with Colgate. Hell yeah, dude. Colgate, keep your well, breath, keep Colgate's your mouth fresh, except for basketball. Right. <gasps> <laughs> we just made Joffrey spit out his yeah. beer. Or, or Colgate's biggest rival would be against the uh, people from England because you know that they got bad teeth. Well, we're never going to get an audience in England. Congratulations, you just kissed that away. I don't give a shit. It's eh, the truth, man. It's Thank Eric you. makes Eric's. America Eric's has goal fat people. Goal. They have people that don't really go to dentists. Okay, not wrong with it. Eric's goal with this, in case y'all at home haven't figured out yet, Eric's goal with launching this podcast is to piss the whole world off one episode at a time. <laughs> a little bit. All right. All right. Moving on to round of 32. Hold on. Hold on. I don't think we heard Adam's. Oh, wait. Adam hasn't gone yet. My bad. I got Auburn, and then I have Miami beating USC. I have Wisconsin, and then top, I have. Bro. What's that? Start from the top, bro. <laughs> Kill it. Oh, I was, on... I was just following you guys reading, so I just took off from there. Uh. Um. <laughs> All right, where are we at? We got Kansas in that buy-in game. Buy then we got, <laughs> then we got San Diego State. And then I took Iowa in that five twelve, but I might go back to Richmond. I'm not sure. I've been thinking about it, so that might change by next. If if I change, I'll post it on the twit. You have until the Saturday um, to change it. And then yeah, until Thursday at noon, and then um, I did take Providence. In that four seed, I also took LSU, and I took Wisconsin, and then I took Miami and Auburn. Oh, okay, you went with Miami. I can't really I did. Cinderella. Their, their basketball program's pretty good too. And can I just say, I did not see Syracuse in there. So Jim Beheim really dropped the ball there. Huh. So real quick, by the way, everyone's talking about changing their brackets. Mine's never going to change because I made this just completely on the fly looking at the teams just to be funny. So if my bracket is the worst one of them all, I do not care. I did it for the lols. That's fine. That's fine. I just I might change that one game. That's it. I'm not sure. I always try. Yeah, to I'll probably leave it like it is, though. But here we go at round 32. So based on our picks here, I go with Gonzaga beating uh, – Boise State. I got Arkansas beating New Mexico State. Uh, I got Alabama beating Texas Tech. Um, I got Michigan. I'm sorry. I got Duke beating Michigan State. And I got uh, North Carolina beating Baylor. That's it. Wait, that's it. Yeah. That Duke was where it cuts off. Oh, that's where it cuts off. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Yeah. All right. So Did I got Gonzaga team? over Memphis. I got UConn versus. Uh, I have UConn losing to Arkansas. I have Texas Tech beating Alabama, and I have Duke going over Davidson. Okay. Um, I've got pretty much the same results as Kevin again, except it's because except for that fourth game because I've got Gonzaga over Memphis, Arkansas over UConn, Texas Tech over Alabama, and then I've got Duke over Michigan State. I guess I do have my Cinderella going here. I have Vermont and Gonzaga going at it in the Sweet Sixteen, and then I have Texas Tech and Duke. Because I have New Mexico State winning the opener and then Vermont beating Arkansas. Hmm. I didn't even realize I didn't even realize I had like a mini Cinderella. Vermont did just win their conference, their conference tournament, so they're on a little bit of a hot streak right now. So to the east. Um 
everyone is for the uh, West, right? Yes. So for the East, I got North Carolina beating Baylor in the uh, round of 32, which is interesting. Uh, I guess there's a couple reasons why I went with that. Uh, UCLA over St. Mary's. I got Purdue beating Virginia Tech. I got Kentucky beating Murray State. All right. I have Marquette beating Baylor. I have St. Mary's beating UCLA. I have Purdue over Texas. And I have Kentucky over Murray State. Okay, I, I didn't realize how big my second Cinderella line in this is. Because I've got Baylor over Marquette. I've got UCLA over St. Mary's. I've got Purdue over Texas. And I actually got San Fran, Cisco, uh, beating you. Uh, who the fuck was that? Kentucky. Wow, San Francisco U beats Kentucky. That would be news everywhere. <laughs> I have Bay- I have Baylor beating Marquette. Holy I have shit. St. Mary's beating Akron. Then I have Texas losing to Purdue. And then I have Kentucky beating Murray State. Okay. Now it's time for the South. I got Arizona over Seton Hall. Um, I got Houston over Chattanooga. I got Tennessee over Colorado State. And I got uh, uh, Villanova over Ohio State. All right. So, first, I got Arizona over TCU. I got Houston over – I have Illinois over Houston. I have Tennessee over Colorado State. And just as much as they're doing it for Sister Jean, they just can't do it against Villanova. I got Villanova beating Leola. (laughs) (laughs) Arizona over Seton Hall. Illinois over Houston. Tennessee over Colorado State. Villanova over Ohio State. Fuck the Buckeyes. (laughs) Fair enough. I don't like the Buckeyes either, but only in football. I mean, I I like them better than the Panthers, but... I have Arizona beating TCU. I have Illinois beating Houston. I have Tennessee beating Colorado State. And I have the Buckeyes beating Villanova. Interesting. Uh, that's a Cinderella. I don't think Ohio State's really that, that good at college. Like, they're good, but they're never, like, win a title good. You know what I mean? So that, right. You could, you could consider that a Cinderella pick, right? Even though they're uh, big school. Seventh seed? That's like midi. That's like, I don't know if that's really Cinderella. Really, yeah, I guess that wouldn't be really Cinderella now that I think about it. Some Cinderella would be like somewhere um, about. So I think that's it for the South. Let's go with the Midwest. I got Kansas going over San Diego State. I got uh, fifth seed Iowa going over fourth seed Providence. I got L. I got a, sorry, not LSU. I got Wisconsin going over the sixth seed LSU, and I got the second seed Auburn going over the seventh seed USC. So. All right, so Kansas over San Diego State, Iowa over Province Providence, uh, Wisconsin over LSU, and oh my God, it's time for another Cinderella story. Can they do it? They do not do it, and USC moves on. I pulled the rug out of my Cinderellas quick. Yeah, you said fuck your bit, fuck your bitch ass. <laughs> I've got a few of them still going. Oh, well, this go. one here, I, I'm trying to figure out why I picked them to begin Who's with. But I'm, Midwest, gonna, bud? I'm just going to keep it just because it's what I set. I've got number nine Creighton over number one Kansas. 
I've got number five, Iowa, over number 13, South Dakota State. I've got number 14, Colgate, over number six, LSU. And I've got number two, Auburn, over number 10, Miami. Okay. I have Kansas beating San Diego State. I have Providence beating Iowa. I have Wisconsin beating LSU. And then I have Auburn beating Miami. So we cut, Adam, you and I kind of have the same brackets go. A little bit. Hey, this is the round where I came to my senses. <laughs> All right, here we go. Sweet. <laughs> I got beating Arkansas. I got Duke beating Alabama for the West. Wait, where are we at? Sweet We're in the Sweet 16. 16. Okay. We can just run down the list. 16 is not that many. Yeah, I was going to say, I, we can run down the whole list by this point. Okay. So then I got UC in the for the East. I got UCLA going over uh, North Carolina, which to me that's a Cinderella within itself because like North Carolina is more successful as a program than UCLA. But whatever, UCLA is higher on the seats. So that doesn't count. Um, and I got Kentucky being Purdue, Arizona being Houston, Villanova Villanova being Tennessee. Uh, Kansas beating Iowa and Auburn beating Wisconsin. All right, let me go here. I got Gonzaga over Arkansas. I have Duke over Texas Tech. I have St. Mary's over Marquette. I have Kentucky over Purdue. I have Arizona over Illinois. I have Villanova over Tennessee. I have Kansas over Iowa. And I have Wisconsin over USC. All right. I've got a couple that are out there at this point, but I think for the most part I'm in line with you still, Kevin. I've got Gonzaga first seed over fourth seed Arkansas. Second seed Duke over third seed Texas Tech for the West. In the East, I've got first seed Baylor over fourth seed UCLA. And third seed Purdue over tenth seed San Francisco. South, I've got first seed Arizona over fourth seed Illinois. And second seed Villanova over third seed Tennessee. And then my Cinderella division... I've got fifth seed Iowa over ninth seed Creighton. And then I've got Colgate keeping the keep putting a really sour taste in the rest of the division's mouths by going 14th <laughs> seed over the second seed Auburn. Wow. I love the mouth references. Your bracket will be completely blown up. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's going to be blown up quicker than anybody's. If Colgate makes it to the Elite Eight, I think it's safe to say I won this shit. So, All right. Adam, what you got Adam, for Sweet got? 16? I have Gonzaga beating Vermont, so that's the end of that Cinderella. And then I have Duke beating Texas Tech, setting up Duke and Gonzaga in that next round. I have Baylor and St. Mary's. I have Baylor winning, and then Purdue and Kentucky. I have Kentucky winning. Then in the south bracket, I have Arizona beating Illinois. I have Tennessee beating Ohio State. So that's an Arizona, Tennessee. And then I have Kansas moving on against Providence and Wisconsin beating Auburn. All right. Only because that is Midwest, and I and think Auburn. ready for the, elite, for the Elite Eight now. One of the best rounds, in my opinion. There's a lot of crazy shit happens. All right, man, here it goes. I got the unthinkable happening against Gonzaga. Like every year what they do, they choke around this time. That's right. Coach K will beat Gonzaga. You heard it here first. Uh, that's how Gonzaga gets eliminated by Duke. 
Not if I went first. I would have said it first. Go, go, come on. <laughs> go ahead. I Continue on. I got a joke. Arizona beating Villanova. I got Kansas beating Auburn. So there's the second Alrighty. number one seed for me going up. All right, let, let me let me uh, let me let me set the scene for you. It's Coach K's last season. He's going up against Gonzaga, a known choker in the tournament. He feels confident. He's got this, and his team lets him down. Gonzaga moves on to the Final Four. Damn. Then St. Mary's that's, over Kentucky. The number five cool. seed knocks off the number two seed in the Elite Eight. That then I got true. Villanova knocking off the one seed in Arizona, and then I got Kansas beating Wisconsin to continue on as the second number one seed to make it to the Final Four. Other than Gonzaga, that's cool because I got I, I got two number one seeds playing each other in the final four and two number two seeds. Yeah, I've only gotten one first. I've only got one number one seed making it to the final four. Damn! All right, let's hear it. I've got given that where we left off with the with what was it the Sweet Sixteen? I've got Gonzaga over Duke, uh, keeping that first seed alive. I've actually got Purdue beating out Baylor Whoa. to make the final to make the final four. That would completely crush my bracket. I've got for the other two divisions, I've got Villanova second seed beating out first seed Arizona. There you go. And then fuck, I'm I, I, I'm really high on this Cinderella here, but I've got Colgate over Iowa, fourteenth over five. Shit. All right. I have, Adam? I have um, Duke beating Gonzaga. There you go. Then I have Kentucky beating Duke. I mean, Baylor, which would set up Damn, a Kentucky sucks. Duke. You win that which, round and you lose again the same round. Damn. Which would set up a Kentucky Duke monster end of rivalry with Coach K retirement. This them two, them two in the whole bracket oh, every boy. year just seem to meet somewhere, and it was always a great game. Um, I have Arizona winning and beating Tennessee, and then I have Kansas moving on beating Wisconsin. <laughs> All righty, now it's time. The final four. Here we go. Um, this is pretty interesting. So Duke and Kentucky end up finding a way to play each other again. Coach K, man, playing for them. They're playing their hearts out. You know, it's like eighty to eighty with like ten seconds left, and here's point shot. Bam. Duke lands the three with two seconds left, and they will move on to the national championship game. Uh, and Kansas and Arizona for me. Kansas, you know, it's a very close game, but I think defensively they'll close out Arizona and that high-powered offense. I don't know how the fuck they're going to do it, but I have Kansas on to that national title game. All righty, and since my shocker's already been out, Gonzaga versus St. Mary's. Gonzaga holds on. And moves on in the national championship. And then on the other side, I have Villanova, Kansas. I have Kansas shutting down Villanova and moving on to the national championship. All right, so we have the same exact uh, national. Uh, we have the same exact uh, result. So. Wait, you guys Gonzaga have Gonzaga losing. Well, I know, I know you have uh, Gonzaga in it, but I'm saying for that, like Kansas. We both pick Kansas to go to the uh, national title game. So this is all going to come down to these final four. Pretty much. All right. I've got number one, Gonzaga versus number three, Purdue. Gonzaga winning out, going to the championship. And then I've got number two, Villanova versus number 14, Colgate. 
Both. Uh, I'm I, I, looking at their average points per, points per game versus their opponents' points per game. I'm going to keep the Cinderella story going. Colgate goes to the national championship. Colgate goes to the national title. Man, that Ivy League school, man, they'd be going nuts down there partying. They'd be, they'd be, they'd be shooting toothpaste at each other. Can that be the title of this this podcast? Colgate to the national championship? <laughs> Question mark. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down. Do it, Eric. You better be sharing a bunch of Colgate stuff for this whole tournament. I swear to God, Joffrey. Let's go Colgate. It's going to be you the whole time. Yes. Go Colgate. Go Colgate. We'll watch him get ejected in the first round. <laughs> just like, and don't even do the college. Just a photo of Colgate dude. toothpaste. Dude, if, dude, if Colgate, All right, guys. Uh, I have. If Colgate, Duke, go ahead. If I've got Colgate going to the national championship game here, and they get booted round one, just know that, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun talking to you guys at home. But they're going to find me hanging from a tree within the next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Okay, who do you got for your final four, Adam? I got Duke and Kentucky going up, and I have the Duke Blue Devils going on to the final two. And then I have Arizona beating Kansas, and it will be Duke and Arizona in the final two. See, that's, that's the difference between you and I. I did uh, Duke and Kansas. That's interesting. Okay. I, I, now, the national I buddy, game. I went, for the tiebreaker, if there is a tie, what's the final score? We also have to do that, too. You go first. Well, for Arizona – we we know the kid that helps with the athletics out there, so I'm kind of like leaning towards that a little bit. He went to school with us. Uh, okay, well, but Arizona was very good. Don't get me wrong; they only have three losses this year. So my national so title game is Duke and Kansas. Um, I say Duke is going to win by a score of eighty-one to seven. <laughs> That's what I got. Duke is your national champion this year, is my prediction. They All right. Coach K, and they, they run him out with a final win. All right. Time for mine. Gonzaga versus Kansas, with the tiebreaker being Kansas, 70. Gonzaga, 65. The Kansas team wins. Yes, I didn't want to fuck it up again. I had to think about it for a second. The Jayhawks win. That is the Jayhawks, yes. Damn. Offer who you got for the national title game win? Colgate. Right? Well, I've I've got Gonzaga versus Colgate. Oh, cool. Colgate. I've been high on them this whole bracket. They like. I'm really liking the way they're. Don't they're, tell me uh, they won. And Gonzaga has been known to choke in the past. Yes. So I'm going to put this at a final score of 85 Gonzaga, Colgate 78. Oh, Gonzaga. <laughs> So Gonzaga, he pulled the rock out of Colgate right at the end. Yeah, hey, fuck you, the fuck. Oh, all right. And then it comes down to Adam's final pick for the national team. I have. I have Duke and Arizona, but I have Arizona winning 80-74. to 74. Oh. So we all have different I, uh, champions. What's that? So we all have different champions. It's really interesting. Okay. Yeah, you have Arizona, Adam. You yeah. have, have Duke, Duke, right? I have Duke. Yeah, Duke. Kevin, who'd you take again? The Jayhawks, Kansas. 
And wow. I've got Gonzaga. all four different champions. That is a rarity for... So here's how I see how this goes. We're going to score... I feel the best way to make this a fun competition is we're going to score the brackets in a sense. If you guess the champion... Yeah, so if you guess the championship winner and nobody else's bracket was more accurate up to that point, between us, I think you're the ultimate winner. Now, if Colgate... Pulls up the upset of the history. We're just going to give it to Joffrey because nobody believes in them but him. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if his bracket's still complete with Colgate going that far by, like, the final four, my God, just give him the trophy for March Madness this year. Wow. Hey, hey, guys, I just want to say this real quick. Amari Cooper took a major, major shooting shot at Dak Prescott leaving the Cowboys. I honestly said, think... I honestly think Baker Mayfield is one of the best QBs in the league. I'm not just saying that to support him. I'm being genuine. He makes plays that only a few QBs can make. He gets way too much disrespect. When healthy, ain't nobody want to play against him. I'm excited to play with him. Just gonna say How that. is that a shot at Dak Prescott, though? Uh, he's trying to say that Dak Prescott can't make plays in crunch time. Right. I don't think there's a better way to end the show. Thing in the NFL to do as a receiver, right? When you leave a team, is to always talk shit in the last quarterback you just left. Unless that's Tom Brady. <laughs> hey, Antonio Brown did it. AB said he wasn't real, uh, wasn't really uh, his real friend. I guess. But what can you take a major major shot? He just said that they weren't friends. Well, no, like he felt like Brady wasn't in his corner like he should have been. It's like well, you're an idiot. Sorry, I, I can only ask you for so long until management's finally right for once, bro. I mean, I don't know what you yeah. want to do. Yeah, I think that's the best way to end this show, to be honest. I don't know what else other than that. We have four different people winning the championship for March Madness, and we have... And I want to uh, mark that down real quick on the notepad on my computer. Colgate goes to the state cha- goes to the national championship question mark for the title. Yeah, but yeah. you don't you don't have them winning though. You're pulling the rug out from them. <laughs> they don't know that till they get to this point. <laughs> okay, so Kevin, you have uh, Kansas winning. Yes, Colgate baby. <laughs> okay, Joffrey has Gonzaga finally doing it. Uh, did you guys like that fake out I did with the end when I was saying my I, fa- my I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Duke. Adam, who do you have? I got Zona. You got Arizona. Yeah, I sure. really want to offer you. Here, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a screenshot of my tweet thing where it says who I'm picking to win it. I'm going to Photoshop it and send it to Joffrey, and I want him to post that on his Twitter. Why? Because it'll be great. Trust me, you'll love it. Well, goes along with the title of this episode. I'm going to talk you in how to put this up on Twitter so we can all put, like, per bracket. I'm going to try and talk you into that. So that way we can we'll all figure it out up. after. It'll yeah, be- next Sunday we got to... Next Sunday, we've got to do a recap over these brackets. <laughs> it's going to be a shit oh, show. We're definitely doing the recap most people are going to be talking about. Um, we're definitely doing a special for a recap on the next episode for sure. I think I think we even get training camp starting for the USFL. We'll have that in conversation next week. All right. It is 11. It is quarter after 11. Can we please fucking try to get this going earlier next week? I work. Fuck. 
Request lunch shift only. <laughs> I need the hours, dipshit. Anyway, we'll talk about this after. Um, but if you want to support the program, more than happy to take your donations. <laughs> That's all right. Well, then, Night shameless plug. We're still working day. Yes, long, guys, it, please. Yeah, please can, uh, donate to this. Yeah, go, go ahead, Eric. Just on Twitter, you can go on. Uh, you can go on uh, Anchor. We have a little listener support tab. You can subscribe uh, monthly if you want to, as little as ninety nine cents or as much as nine ninety nine. And don't forget to support us on our individual Twitters, which I now have. Took you fucking forever, my god. It only took you two months worth of us doing this podcast. Congratulations. Yep, you can follow me at KLegs412 on Twitter. Wow. I love it. You can Guys, follow Eric. Uh, San Francisco. You know, Eric at Eric underscore referent underscore ninety-six. Yeah. Adam at Migs. Two four two four two four, as well yeah. as at it's Hammer Time Pit or Hammer Time Pit. That's Hammer Time Pit. My bad. All the updates. <coughs> we have the leader. Um, Joffrey, you can follow. Sorry, uh, I'm Joffrey. You can follow me at TJE Joker. That's TJE G E O C U R, and you can follow the main page at SA Podcast eighty seven. But yes, please donate. Help Adam not help Adam be able to get off earlier so we can record at a decent hour. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, good night, folks, from me. Yep, good night. Thank you for listening night, guys. to this two and a half hour edition of the Sports Authority Podcast. That was a special night. <laughs>